Hey, everyone. Let me just start by uh, encouraging you all to go check out the podcast page, the Facebook page. And please, if you could like it, subscribe it, share it, do whatever you can. I just trying to get more followers on the Facebook side of things. Uh, and go to iTunes and subscribe. And if you have time and you're feeling a little saucy, throw me a little uh, review on iTunes. Uh, the reviews, I, I don't know if everybody understands this, but they, they really help the podcast along. Uh, if you can get a good collection of reviews. And remember, you can get the podcast on iTunes, on Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Podbean, other, other uh, third-party apps. But uh, the main ones I host on Podbean, but Stitcher Radio, Google Play, iTunes is obviously the biggest one. So for this episode, it was a it was a fanboy's dream come true. We got a two for one deal. We got Roger Cazellas, um, head brewer at Corridor Brewery and Provisions in Chicago on the north side, and the duo from Saint Arant or Saint Arant, as they said was originally the plan. Ryan Jacobs and uh, Brent Banks. Thanks to a quick remodel and a tank addition over at Corridor, they were shut down for a couple of days, so we kind of seized the opportunity to use the space for this epic meeting of minds. And uh, I swear to God, I'm as impressed with their beer as I am, and anybody who uh, know, knows me knows that I am very impressed with everything that Corridor and St. Aaron are doing. Um, I'm just that, that impressed, or if not more, with their personalities and just the cool guys. They were so awesome just kicked back and and we just talked like it was a it was a legit conversation these guys are brilliant and they make some of the best beer on the planet right now and i just i I can't say enough about how much i enjoyed talking to them and i mean brent he brought some of the most amazing beers i got a hill farmstead that i've never had before all kinds of great stuff so i'm guessing you guys are going to enjoy this as much as i did uh strap it in for a good two hour and 45 minute love fest I'm excited to bring a new episode here of Average Joe's Above Average Beer Podcast. I'm sitting in the tap room of a, of a currently being remodeled uh, Corridor Brewing and Provisions. And I'm with, uh, I got two pack today. So I get two breweries all in one and two breweries that I, yeah, I in fact, love. So uh, I've got Roger here to my right, the man brewing the beers over at Corridor. And a man helping him also brew the beers at Corridor, correct? Yes. Yes, sir. So Brent and then Ryan, the other half of St. Arant. Is that okay? W- w- what should we it's stick fine. with? Let's keep no, it consistent. Fine. Should we say St. Arant yeah. or St. Arant? Let's do Arant. St. Arant. Okay. Let's keep it simple. Let's bring it back. Simple, stupid situation. I can already tell him I have to make Roger stay on his mic. I can see he's bobbing back now. <laughs> all right, uh, I'm on it. First of all, I'd like to thank you, Roger, for hosting us here at Corridor Brewing. Yeah, yeah, th- thanks for coming. Um, it's good opportunity now that we're doing a couple days that we're closed for remodel. Uh, we got a new tank, new cold room, so uh, that'd be a good opportunity for everyone to come here and do this podcast. If we don't have a good pass time. out from fumes. Yeah, we're we're all a little loopy. There's paint fumes just permeating. Shit's gonna um, get weird by the end of this, which is yeah. fine. Which is fine. I thought it was the fresh mosaic. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it that's is, gonna get know. you loopy it does. too. Yeah, it's got that, that diesel-y kind of quality. Diesel dankness. Oh yeah, that thing's oh, a monster. Yeah. Though. You could drink right there. Diesel, diesel dankness. Oh yeah, <laughs> collab. Huh? So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what we're doing here. So. Uh, let's start with you, Roger, since we are sitting in your space. You are uh, home field advantage here hosting us. Um, we're on the north side of Chicago, if you've never heard of Corridor Brewing and Provisions. Um, 
your place is awesome. Thanks, it's man. Super small, but it's super awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Uh, I understand this is the first time you've been here, so yes. uh, welcome. Not that I haven't had your beer before, but I finally got out to the space. Cool. Us yeah. suburb guys are the worst, man. Yeah, we've been. Um, let's see what to tell. We we've been around for about two and a half years now. Originally, Corridor was branded as a farmhouse brewery. Um, I took over the head brewership in about a year ago or a little less than a year ago kind of changed the direction um started focusing more on ipas hazy ipas and still keeping sort of the belgian thing kind of farmhouse and traditional belgian styles pilsners uh neighborhood beers so uh yeah we've had a good time um been really happy with with our hazy program and um definitely I've heard some things about the hazy program. <laughs> I don't want to get right into hazy beers because I know that's okay. that's a hot topic all the time. But, but yeah, you guys have got a couple that are, are really hitting. I've seen uh, like Cosmic Juice, Juice Box on multiple lists of you know some of the better beers on the planet, and and then obviously uh, Squeeze It OG uh, yeah. has been has been quite popular. I know you do the can releases and that of that. So, talk about those beers and how important they've been to to Corridor success. Yeah, they, they've been pivotal. Um, I know Squeeze It was actually the first recipe that I brewed coming back here. So it was kind of uh, hit the ground running. I wanted to do a big double IPA with Citron Mosaic as my first beer at Corridor. And um, just kind of never looked back. Um, you know, hopped it to the degree that we they never hopped beers at Corridor before. <laughs> so, um, you know, we we enjoy just playing with different hop varieties and experimenting and doing different different bases and just dialing in our program um you know with these we're making beers that we love to drink which is important you know a lot of people uh you know harp on fads or whatever you call them but we just we really enjoy this uh i don't know version of the ipa this uh evolution of the ipa per se and that's something that kind of connects both of you guys right i mean you, you your brewery is, is saint aaron you guys quite a few dr double dry hopped you know whatever you want to call it that, that nice thick hazy mouthfeel like all that stuff right i mean is that how you guys kind of like hey this this works yeah i mean just like roger said it, they're beers that we like to drink so uh and then you know the big stouts with other things or adjuncts in them are also things we like to drink and you know we're also we want to serve the market and that's what a lot of people really like right now too. So it kind of is a good intersection of these are beers we like. We're not just brewing them because people want them, but people do want them. So, you know, it'd be wonderful to, you know, be able to brew a ridiculous amount of things and put them all out there and have them all sell. But, you know, these are the beers we like and this, this is what the market wants. It's perfect. Yeah, so. it kind of works out because it's not like you guys are making these and not wanting to drink them yourself. I mean, yeah, we're not. We're not. I know there are some breweries out there who are begrudgingly doing this, yes. and uh, yeah. we're I've on the opposite spectrum of that. Of we were drinking these beers a long time ago, really, really enjoying them. So, mm -hmm. and you know, I, I get lucky that I, I get Brent um, to to brew with me, and he also brews at Saint Errant. Saint Errant. Saint Errant. So I mean, we're we're all we're we're still constantly like we're we're fans of the style. So we're we're constantly like. Oh, we got some new veil in. Uh, we got to drink it. You know, we got some. Uh, someone dropped off some some new tree, fresh treehouse yeah. or something. So we're 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 constantly like trying those styles from 
you know, other regions and we're like, oh, look what they're doing. Yeah. I think I think I picked that out. That water profile. Yeah. Oh, they're and it's something really interesting, too, to have those and go like, you know, two or three years ago, no one here was or very few people were doing. No, them I think here. you're right. I think you're and right. Yeah. Now <laughs> pretty much no one. And now, like, you have some of those, you know, big name ones from the East Coast. And you're like, you know, that's really good. But it's not. Chicago not has that stuff that off. is. Yeah. Chicago has some that are as good, almost as good, or even yeah. some that are better, like, depending upon what, you know, beer it is. That's been so. the fun part about it. It's been like a learning curve for everybody. Mm-hmm. And everyone's doing their own take on it. Everyone's got their own kind of unique uh, twist on, you know, what they're doing in terms of brewing the beers. And then, like trying all of them in chicago like it's incredible to see what's happened in the last i mean not only like a year but just the six last months. six, six yeah, months exactly it's incredible like, yeah like you know we were at mars last night we were talking about it earlier and like all the beers are great they're yeah killing it with the ipas and, and we say chicago too but even yeah. like the surrounding i mean chicago yeah. encompasses yeah. the burbs like yeah breweries and the burbs are because like yeah. we yeah. contract yeah. brew at microphone and yeah. he you know was you know on the forefront of that coming to chicago so that's uh mike's done some good things over there yeah. Is that you over there? Go figure. <laughs> See, Ryan's the one. Ryan's got it. He's very popular. I right turn mine off. They're looking for Saner at bottles. Yeah. Can I get the new stout? These are all the local stores. Yeah. The trying to get that puncher's chance, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. P- putting the new fiance on mute for now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's, uh, let's give him an honor. Congratulations, Congratulations, Ryan. Yeah. Cheers. Awesome. Cheers. Yeah. Empty glass. <laughs> doesn't matter. See, the sound effect was good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, I think the other fun thing is there's no one right way to do it. Mm-hmm. You just have to figure out what works. And that's what people are, are realizing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's also fun to do it, you know, make do your own plays on your own, like, recipes for everything. And Yeah. I think, like, my approach like, at Cordor, yeah. um, like, man, like, I really love, like, Weldworks or, like, uh, Trillium. But I don't want to clone either one of them. You know, yeah. I, want, I, want, I want to do something that's, you know, like, similar in style, but our own interpretation of that with our own flavor, our own profile, which is really important, like to differentiate you know, our, our beer from other, other people's. Was beer. it cerebral that put out the hazy IPAs for dummies, like rule book? Like, yeah, this is step one. Yeah. Yeah. Five. Yeah. yeah. It was either and them or what works. Like, yeah. You know, we first saw it and we're like, Oh wow, this is great. And it's, you know, we were kind of had our own stuff in mind before we saw that, but still it was fun to see, but it's awesome to like, but also funny to hear how many people have like seen that mm-hmm. and have gone off of it, and like it's you know it's almost it's like tongue it, in it, cheek, but yeah, also it, it, it turned it, out to be almost a guide. It's too. like it's well. like the playbook for a recipe or uh, hazy IPAs, but yeah, you know, you, you don't have to stick to that. There's a lot of other things you can do, and a lot of other things they yeah. don't mention in there, and I think that's what people are realizing and just making it all play in harmony. So as an early stages home brewer myself, I found myself, you know, asking people almost uh, embarrassedly, like asking, you know, hey, so like what would be a good way to approach this from, uh, you know, a small home brewer scale? Like, and I've gotten like a hundred different answers to the same question, you know. So like what, what is your guys' personal approach? Like, uh, you know, some people are like, you know, almost like no hops in the boil. And then it's, you know, all, everything's dry. And then hit at high Krausen. And, you know, like <laughs> well, I, I think uh, me and. Brent talk about that <laughs> regularly. I think I think we've actually like had conversations about, that, like, about this. Yeah, about twenty or ten minutes ago. <laughs> the the <laughs> bio transformation, yeah. but even even like uh, if if 
two or three things to tell a home brewer, like how to yeah. brew the style. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like we talked yeah, yeah. about that, like oats, make sure, yeah. like oats are wheat, high adjunct. Um, mm. Like you're steeping the oats basically at the beginning. Yeah, right. or just use a higher percentage, you know, like uh, when I learned, when I started to learn at homebrew, it was like, man, if you put five or 10% wheat, that's all you could put in a beer. You can't put any more than that. You know, no one does yeah. that. You just can't do it. But, but why can't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, it's another thing I love about this style. It's kind of like, thrown out conventional brewing and you could do whatever you want man put 30 percent, put 40 percent wheat why not do see, it see what happens yeah, like, see what i mean happens. that's like this guy's doing 100 percent wheat these days exactly like <laughs> i w- don't want to be in the brew house when they're doing mm-hmm. it yeah like, yeah that's a n- sounds like a nightmare <laughs> yeah. but you can no, do I, it i've heard of it yeah avail for one i mean if you, yeah. there's yeah. some basic things i mean i don't know how far along you're in home oh, brewing it's but not far please no make sure you get the chlorine out of your water it's not happening well you can do that but you can do that with the Camden tablet i've heard the Camden tablet has come up multiple times it's, my it's instant as well, yeah, right? It's like instant you put, yeah, so. for to get in the chlorine out and chlorine. But uh, just know yeah. that I have Googled Camden tablets. Good. Camden tablets. Yes. That's always you're well like on your way. You, you get ca- you get the chlorine out, pitch enough yeast, and do temperature control for your fermentation, and th- then you're gonna have your drinkable beer. <laughs> <laughs> After that, then, then you're like your you know, beers also turn out yeah. faster too. Yeah. Oh, like see? I started doing that. All of a sudden, mm. stout took. Three weeks yeah. instead of three months. Yeah, just get the Damn. there's calculators out there and how much yeast to pitch. Yeah. Luckily, we just well, luckily or unluckily, we have to pay someone to <laughs> build a whole lot of yeast for <laughs> us. We say. tell them how much we need as opposed to like, yeah. oh, how I'm gonna buy a little packet and big yeah. it out. <laughs> What's yeah, another guy who's been a staple of the Chicago yeah. beer scene that pretty much goes unnoticed is Omega mm-hmm. Yeast Labs. Mm-hmm. They've they were the ones that brought. The Hetty Tapper yeast to the city. Yeah, and then yeah, they've they've been pivotal. Um, I remember I I actually volunteered before I had a professional job too. Um, first time they ever packaged homebrew yeast yeah. in package. It was actually me and Adam Smith from Maplewood. And <laughs> Those are my I guys. Before, <laughs> before <laughs> Adam, yeah, before well, Adam had a job and um, Adi Hastings, who now works for Omega, he's oh. like the second man, you know, first hire at Omega. We all met serendipitous one day, you know volunteering and we're like hey you know we'll we'll work for yeast like, we can't pay you <laughs> but we'll give you yeast we're like that's awesome we we'll do this yeast. yeah so we, we've um because of that day we've all formed a a, a friendship and actually we're brewing at maplewood tomorrow in collaboration with maplewood corridor and omega on a three-way oh, yeah. collaboration oh. tomorrow you know what they yeah. may have mentioned that in their episode of this podcast it's going uh, down tomorrow but those, those guys were those guys were a fucking blast. Yeah, they're awesome. Send you the pick. One of my most exciting days as a home brewer. I think I texted you the photos. Coming back from Omega, it was just about a month after they opened, two months after they opened, and I sent a picture of three vials, like those fifty cc mm-hmm. like plastic tubes. Big jugs, yeah. No, no, the fifty oh, the like tubes, fifty yeah. milliliter tubes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about tubes, you're talking about jugs. <laughs> and like just labeled Conan. Nice. Taking them over to Brent's place to homebrew with. Like we were very excited. Yep. That was a fun day. That's a cool thing that, like, like you mentioned, that they don't really, you don't hear them as much about that. But yeah. uh, Omega's come up a couple times on the podcast, which I thought was really cool because they, they they seem to be a staple. And, and, and am I right in saying that they do like proprietor type stuff? Like, will they build custom stuff for people or? or they do for some breweries. For some breweries, and they'll not, keep, not keep like house shitty ones like you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're, we're small potatoes. <laughs> small yeah. potatoes. Yeah. But they do fun stuff like they'll. From what I've heard, they will keep like house cultures and mm-hmm. you know, yeah, science, science and shit. And yeah. th- they'd work with us if if we wanted like a like yeah. a Brett blend. That's yeah, something you know, like we 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 know them pretty well. I'm sure they'd do that. 
Yeah. Right, Addy? So, <laughs> you listening? Salmon Hopefully. Mars? Son, you you share Adi it Mars? and tag him in it. He there will you listen. Go. All right. <laughs> so, okay, so let's let's not gloss over the uh, event. That's the reason why we're actually sitting here right now and have the time to do it is the remodel. So talk about wh- what you brought in here the last two days or so. Yeah, we're really excited. So um, we're uh, the challenge in Corridor. We're very small. We're, we're tiny. So we're uh, we're ten barrel system. We have uh, six fermenters and six bright tanks. We serve right from the bright tanks to the draft. So we've had an issue, a, g- a very good problem to have, um, just keeping beer in the tanks to, to have. So um, luckily we found a little bit of space in between the f- in two fermenters and we crammed a fermenter on stilts. Kind of looks like a robot. When Crazy. you say little, <laughs> it doesn't do it justice. No, it like doesn't. A, a little bit of space. It is. It is yeah. the minimum amount of space. <laughs> to I know. Gre- Greg, our boss, literally measured it twenty-five times to make sure before he actually ordered. Isn't that it. a saying? Measure twenty-five. Uh, yeah, cut, cut once. Cut once. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that's really exciting. So we we've expanded, you know, one ten. Not barrel. physically, but yes, you. Yeah, <laughs> we, we a little functionally internally expanded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then um, also we got a cold room, so that's that's really exciting. So. It's it's just a goal to uh, just produce a little more beer. Um, we'd also like to package a little more beer. Um, we have a uh, uh, we've been packaging the 16 ounce four packs uh, can. So we want to uh, people know very much about squeeze it. They yeah. know all about yeah. you're you're dancing around it like people don't know about it. Like Sque- yeah, squeeze it. People awesome. lining up out the doors. Yes, you guys changed it up this time like noon or something, right? Versus like a three o'clock release. We did a little later. Yeah, we did a little, little later. later. So yeah, we like were noon release. we were doing okay. noon releases, and we we we, get, we did a four o'clock release last time to kind of give people that, that work and have jobs a chance. <laughs> no. to, so people to get, get off it. work at three yeah. thirty. To people <laughs> that don't have beer mules in yeah. the city. Yeah. And, yeah, and and it was it was good reception. Of course, you always get mixed review. There were people like, man, I I love the twelve o'clock. I love to like come and eat lunch at Corridor. You like totally threw my day off but you know <laughs> yeah and then you got the other yeah, it, it, yeah. you can't win yeah. you can't win but sorry i don't but mean you to be know negative just, we might we might win. yeah exactly but we might fluctuate you know maybe we'll do a ending release we'll see um, 10 p.m release there yeah. you go do it yeah, yeah sorry i didn't mean to jump right in on your st- on your story but yeah you get you, the new cold room and yeah a yeah a, c- a cold room um yeah so it's it's all just um fresh coat of lacquer on the uh, bar. Can you smell it? Oh, yeah. we're, we're all <laughs> breathing it in. Yeah, so it's just a little refresh. Um, yeah, it's a good time. Uh, we're, we're right by Wrigley Field, so um, April's upon us very soon, so we're getting ready for the big baseball season. Yeah, do you guys really see popular. that then? I mean, you got that, that that's a real thing? It's a, it's a yeah. big thing, yeah. Okay. It's, it's a big influx. And, you know, it's kind of cool that, um, you know, I get a lot of good feedback that people can go to a Cubs game and, like, they're like, man, you know, I'm not really into, like, the Clark street scene um i could come in and get like a good ipa here like get a stout like so that's always cool to hear yeah you hear that murphy's bleachers there's other options (laughs) (laughs) so so well i'm sorry i don't want to sidetrack but do we have cub fans at the table or just kind of yes Yes. i am a cubs fan i I live about two blocks away from wrigley and i've relegated to the fact that I'm not somewhat supportive of the Cubs. I will hate my life, <laughs> just <laughs> given because of like the traffic and pure insanity that it brings to the area. So, just lay I'm back supportive and supportive of it. them. 
and then sitting right across yeah. me is an yeah. anti-Cubs fan. <laughs> I, was, I mean, fan. I am totally fine oh. seeing like oh, the business here thrive Jesus in April. Christ. I just like to see the business here what just tail you? off shortly in September. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> you mean, Good time. You mean November, right? <laughs> nah, I mean, it's like, yeah, we get a little break in September. Get a little break moves. in October. The cards make good moves. They, you know, they're, 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 getting, they're getting ready to revamp here, so that's good. That's funny. We we have go smooth Cubs. smooth no. bro- yeah go Cubs. <laughs> we have smooth brew days until <laughs> until baseball comes up. Uh, then yeah. the rivalry uh, comes up. Yeah. Shit hits the fan. Then you know it. Um. I okay. So I'm just looking at our table right now. You're swirling gently and sexually a nice glass of what? The latest release from? I, I, yeah. Actually, I, I just poured some uh, contrapasso. That's actually oh, I love this beer. That's Saint Laurent. Oh okay. Uh, Coffee, but the Damn it, uh, your coloring is very close on those two bottles. We just had the puncher's chance. Pink, puncher's pink and purple. I'm yeah. still drinking the puncher's chance, and it is outstanding. This is my first shot at it. I've, I've had Contrapasso, and I was in love with that one, too. Um, you guys are killing it right now. Thanks. Well, I mean, we, we bottled puncher's chance yesterday. We delivered a couple places last night, and then I delivered today to some places, and then tomorrow hopefully finish them up. But... Yeah. Oh, you don't have Aaron boys to do all that for no, you. No, I am Aaron boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's Aaron boy. Like they're they're Aaron boys sitting across from you. Uh, but yeah, we're happy. It's a, that one's vanilla and cinnamon. Uh, we think it's the vanilla really is kind of marshmallowy. I would say, and uh, cinnamon really kind of pops when it warms up a little bit. Like, but uh, I turn. We're happy with it. Like. You well, I be. probably wouldn't it's tell you if I wasn't happy with it, but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. say I'm really happy with it if I, if we weren't. <laughs> it's pretty legit, guys. I mean, Thanks. as a just a guy that likes big stouts and big IPAs, you guys have been at the forefront. It seems like for the last you know year or so, I've I've been trying to find your guys' beer when I when I get it for the for maybe for people. I mean, I'm not saying that people mm-hmm. haven't heard of you, but just in case there's people out yeah. there that just haven't gotten to you guys yet or seen you on a shelf at Open Bottle or Iron mm-hmm. and Glass or many the, the many bottle shops in the city area, um, just kind of tell them what you guys are about and and how you do your thing. Yeah, so I'm I think we still consider ourselves pretty much in the infant stages of a brewery does still doesn't feel that we're doing it for real just feels like home brewing on a larger scale given that we don't have our own home and we just have two tanks but no we got uh brent and i've been brewing for six years five years six years yeah like homebrewed for about five years together together, together. Yeah. really i was home brewing i think we were each home brewing yeah. for about a year before that and then um yeah. happened to meet uh through friends and got into brewing together and kind of went from there like always joked around about doing it for real uh but never actually dude we should do this came together (laughs) but uh no then like we knew mike for like brent's known him for a long time explain explain your situation just so so yeah so we're contract people still that don't realize that you guys so we we contract for out a microphone currently we have two seven barrel tanks there i'm confident Uh people have heard of them yeah Yeah. um yeah, so they're doing great things there. And then basically what happened was when he was moving from kind of a similar situation at Unine, their old space down in on Harvard Street, uh, cool. he approached us and was like, hey, guys, like I want to kind of pay it forward and, you know, uh, give you guys some space. Same thing what Jerry did for me at Hubbard's Cave and, you know, get you guys started to get you to the next steps. And we were like, that's awesome. But at the same time, part of us was like, 
you have no idea how crazy big you're going to be and how popular you're going to be because he's making great beers. And we're like, so like we love the opportunity, but we'll see if this actually comes to fruit fruition. And, uh, you know, he built out his space. And then once it was ready to go, he's like, still love to have you guys brew here. And we we're like, hell yeah. And that was in March of 2017. Did you guys ever have a feeling like he's going to kick us out of this shit? (laughs) (laughs) He's too too big right now. Right out of this. It's kind of like, hey, you know, it's like if we're going to do this, we got to we got to have a little timeline. So, but it's amazing. The the, the fuse is going, but we'll be doing things soon. (laughs) But the you know you you use the term "pay it forward," and that's Mm -hmm. that's kind of like you know just because. I've been aware of you guys for a while, and I've been aware of, you know, what Microphone's doing for the last year or so, and, and so I've kind of tried to explain to people that are kind of just finding you guys or just finding Microphone or just getting into beer, you know, mm-hmm. like you got to try, you know, the, everybody asks for suggestions. What, what should I look for mm-hmm. when I'm at Binnie's or when I'm at, you know, Beer Cellar or Open Bottle or something, you know, and, it's, and I always suggest one of your guys' beers because you're out there, and I guess people don't get it get the concept of what contract brewing is and, mm-hmm. and you know what goes into it and or or you get a, somebody that only knows microphone and they're just like obsessed with microphone they're like wait what how can they possibly have people brewing on their system when they're trying to pump out as much shit as they can pump out like I, mean, I, I guess technically using the term contract brewing is a little bit incorrect in the fact that classically contract brewing was considered all right we're coming up with a recipe we're gonna use your brew house and your guys to brew our beer for us and here's everything that you need and um so we participate we'll, yeah we <laughs> participate <laughs> like yeah, in yeah. like the design process but ultimately you're brewing our beer yeah. you're packaging our beer you're shipping our beer out for us and you, yeah, know, you guys are just using the exists. equipment basically yeah. Yeah. Equipment. i mean they're and so they have to supervise but yeah. you know it's what like goes into that scheduling yeah. and all that i mean what? uh for us it's pretty much means that we brew on the weekends you know, because he's brewing most days of you the week. You brew, and it's they have time for you to brew, basically. Yeah, they yeah. don't ever brew on weekends, um, and so the brew house is open, and so we do it then, and that's been fine for us because uh, yeah, it helps. Yeah, I mean, because you know, Brent's yeah. busy here. I have te- at least for now a full time job, and uh, <laughs> I like how you whispered that almost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least for now. Um, no, it should probably stay that way for a while, but. It makes it logistically a little bit easier, and then, you know, just make it work. Yeah, I mean, and and you guys are all self everything, right? Self distro. I mean, you guys are taking everything. Yeah, to where I it mean, needs just to go like afterwards. Yeah, it, it makes sense right now to be on, on this scale to do that. Like, it wouldn't. A distributor probably wouldn't <laughs> want us, nor would it be financially feasible <laughs> to <laughs> to give a distributor. Yeah, I mean, once you you can have two hundred cases a month. Yeah, like, uh, uh, not worth. I'm sure, our they'd time. be very, very, very <laughs> motivated like, to move our stuff. But it's a hazy stuff. IPA. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, yeah. we'll take it. Okay, <laughs> but um, no, it, it. I think I don't know. Kind of the part and parcel with this podcast. I mean, the whole purpose behind what I'm doing with this podcast is. Is the the connection that beer drinkers have to the to the beer that they're drinking, and and that's kind of I think I think people almost like that story. I mean, mm-hmm. and uh, this, does Hubbard's Cave Unane they still self distribute too, don't they? Like I, I feel like a lot, no, a lot of people, or at least at some point, they did. I and think Hubbard's Cave did self distribute. So uh, uh, let me give you a little backstory. <laughs> I actually um, I got my professional start at Unane, so um, that's how I. In case you forgot, that's Roger. Oh, sorry, we, that's we Roger, iced him yeah. out. We iced him out for a little mm-hmm. while. Yeah, we were. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I was at, uh, I kind of, uh, I was homebrewing and, um, 
uh, just kind of shot Jerry Jerry Nelson an email. He's the brewer founder uh, Unane and Hubbardscape. Um, only sent it to one brewery. It was just like looking to kind of get some experience, get my foot in the door um, in a professional brewery. And uh, next day he's like, yeah, hey, we're bottling. Come by. So that kind of evolved into um, helping out over there and then started brewing over there. Um, but he gave me the first opportunity. So um, that's kind of how I got my start in the in the, the brewing industry. Um, but he was, uh, I think that... Actually, we're not sure. Are, are they self-distributed now? Uh, I, I actually think they are. I think Hubbard's Cave is. I think somebody at Iron and Glass told me that they started. They they went they with a distributor early, yes, yes. and then and it was like a nightmare or something, yes. and then they went back to self-distribution. I don't want to misspeak, but they're yeah. like anything out of state. Well, they're distributing. Nobody fact checks, so yeah, that's why I kind of paused. Any, I was like, he did have a distributor, but, but they did break contract with them. Yeah, right. Fake, fake news. Fake which news. He was <laughs> very happy about. Yes. Um, yeah. But I'm not sure what they're doing for Illinois. Right. I know they have a distributor for all out of state. Out yeah. of state. But yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I would refer yeah. to Jerry to for it's that one. It's almost like part of the lore. Like I think people enjoy the fact that they know that one of you guys literally dropped the beer off at the place that they <laughs> <laughs> bought it from. I mean, I've seen I've seen you guys post. Hey, bottling this today, and I bought it that night. Like, it, it, I don't know. It's it's something about that, that that gives like a romantic connection to the beer that you're drinking. Yeah, I mean, it's fun to go to the stores. Um, just today, just dropping off the the new beer, and you know, ran into a customer. Very excited to see it. Uh, I will say that I officially broke my now old car in the process of self-distributing throwing 25 cases of beer into a 15 year old suspension didn't hold it (laughs) uh it's bound to happen uh, that or the joint or something but either way joint uh, dual overhead wheelie bar midway through a delivery i was like (laughs) this does not feel safe anymore i'm like making turns going (laughs) (laughs) so yeah you think that's all to do with the beer, huh? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> most definitely. New truck was bought about a week ago. Oh, nice, nice. You're a man of new things here. You got an engagement. You got a new truck. That's good. Good stuff. Yeah. Ring, ring before truck, though. That was ring a, an truck. ultimatum. Yeah. Good, true. good choice. Good answer too. Yeah. Oh, so she dictated what happened here. Okay. So, Roger. Let's yes. Let's. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you here, but uh, tell me a little bit more about how you got into the style itself of like the hazy beer. I mean, is it something that you, is it kind of, you developed it? Did you get inspired somewhere? Did you kind of start off? Like I prefer Pilsners and lagers, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, so after, after, um, actually before corridor, I was a assistant brewer over at forbidden root and uh, we were kind of going through a uh, transition period at that point. Um, we were out in, um, well, actually, do you want to elaborate on what a transition period looks like? What does that mean? Does it sure. So, Forbidden Root specialized in botanical beers. Um, me and BJ, the brewer, head brewer at the time, um, really getting into these hazies. We had a few, I think, some other half and trillium uh, styles were the first ones that we kind of tried, and we're like, ah, I get it. There's something different to these. Um, something that's unique that we really like um it we took a trip to uh denver for a great american beer fest and i remember sitting in a bar um it's one of some tap takeover as they always have for those events uh we had juicy bits by Worlds, which is a really fantastic beer and that was kind of our moment we're like 
Chi- nothing. No one in Chicago is doing anything like this right now. So we're like, man, we really like this beer. We've been trying these like interpretations of actual like northeast New England style, and we're like, man, we really dig this stuff. So um, this was just to preface it. This was back before whatever brewery had that top that five points on how to brew this beer. So we really had no idea how to do that. <laughs> so we immediately like we went back to Chicago and just deconstructed these beers and tried to figure it out. Like, how do they do this? What is this? Start with the water, start with the grain bill, start so with the how hops. Do you, how do you deconstruct that? I mean, are you bringing a four pack home with you and then like just drinking sort drink of it and trying to taste? We did it at it? the brewer. We were like drinking all day at the brewery, just trying to like that sounds rough. It yeah. was it was tough. It was exhausting. It really was. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we we're just trying to, trying to nail this down and, you know, trial and error. And we, we definitely failed a bunch of times. Um, but man, we were just obsessed with it. We're, we're, we loved it. You know, we wanted to do this. This was something that we were like, felt really passionate about. Um, and ju- it was just so different than forefront of, of craft beer. And, uh, I don't know. I think, uh, we started to, to figure it out at least the, that, that we thought the style should be um yeah and that's that's kind of like we started the that hazy program over there and kind of translated to uh the program over here at corridor well and I, i've had some like snoochie boochies i mean that's that's a hell of a beer right yeah. there it's a it's a i think when i first heard of forbidden roots from people it it was kind of like you were saying it's you know, like these botanical beers right they had these different kind of approach to it and then now, uh, I think I was in open bottle one day, and uh, Joel, that was uh, working the bar that day, he was like, hey, you know, pretty soon we're going to get into snoochie boochies then, you know, if you're into that mm-hmm. New England hazy style IPA. So so is that kind of something that they, they started after you went through there, or is that something that they were doing initially? No, that, that <laughs> that's something that we started. So uh, that was, we were in the middle of that, like like I was saying, that transition period. So, um, you know, like the, we were trying to find the identity of the brewery. Um, being a botanical brewery that we, we still enjoyed like using different ingredients. Like what is botanical? Like using uh, herbs, roots, seeds, um, all sorts of stuff. And a lot of like fun creativity that came into these beers, but we also like that. So the, the two can exist in the same plane and, and totally be cool. So, um, yeah, I think they, they've, uh, expounded upon their, their program. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun doing that, and uh, that's like I said, just kind of went into corridor with a head full of steam with the style, and and um, it shows. Yeah, and and we're still there, you know. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm always saying like I'm I'm constantly dialing in, you know. I'm never never fully happy never or perfected. Yeah, really? so we're always changing. We're always having fun, evolving. Um, that's part of brewing. That's part of the fun of brewing, you know. The man's insatiable, see? Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to pose this to the table as a whole, so feel free to jump in when you want. Uh, and I know you guys kind of touched on it briefly, but I was telling Roger before uh, you guys got here was that don't avoid the long story. You don't don't, <laughs> don't be afraid to get in depth and go go deep on something, but but you guys touched on that you've been homebrewing together mm-hmm. for six years, for example. Um, so, like, Roger, wh- how did you get here? Like, wh- wh- when, when you transitioned from Miller Lite or, uh, you know, <laughs> or just not even drinking beer to 
I'm making special craft beer. I'm going to make it myself now. Yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were focused on wine spritzers early. Oh, <laughs> I, did, I did love wine spritzers. And Jolly Rancher kind of guy. I evolved into yeah, rosé, <laughs> and then, yeah, that was kind of a no, you Stop know, it. Mm-hmm. M- Michelada was his craft. Oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> Spent Bud Light Lime. <laughs> Fruited beers. You know, but, uh, it's Roger. I, I, same evolution, pretty much. You know, I started homebrewing. Um, you know, I, I kind of had an epiphany one day. I was like, wanted to get into the, into the crap and or into the hobby at that point. And I don't know. It was like uh, some hoppy beer. It could have been like a Lagunitas beer at the time. I was like, man, I really want to try to make this at home. And uh, did a couple extract batches, hit the ground running. Next thing I know, I have a bunch of equipment in a tiny apartment in, in Chicago, and my girlfriend's what yelling happened? at me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, wait. Now I could tell like. A little bit about Roger. Like our uh, buddy is yes. a big. This is <laughs> the best part of a our, podcast. Our buddy, oh somebody <laughs> else. Tells no, the story no, this is good. Like uh, our buddy Tim is a big beer geek in Chicago. Uh, lots of people know him. And uh, one time there was a competition at Brew and Grow for uh, you know a homebrew competition, or whatever. And he Fitz came back to me. He's like, "Do you know Roger?" That guy, like, he made some incredible beers. He won the competition, and then all the other sour beers were incredible, too. Like, you guys should meet Roger. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know Roger. I don't Just know. Like, Roger. I, I don't know who Roger is. No, I don't. Like, he's a home brewer. But, and then I probably met you, like, a year later yeah, or something. So, because he won homebrew competitions, like, big that. ones with a lot of people involved with them. Yeah, I, I, for, I forgot about that. Tirelessly, oh, no. came like with homebrew. credentials. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Tim, as we call him, came over. <laughs> yes. Yeah, who's Tim? I don't even know <laughs> Tim. Who is Tim? Beer me fits. Yes, yes, yes. Are you guys being incognito right now? Who are we talking about? <laughs> Actually, that, that's, a, that's a good podcast. <laughs> he, 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 likes a lo- he likes a low profile, though. Yes, he that's does. That's all right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We've actually seen we've seen Fitz in here. He, he came in last squeeze it release. He was in a in hooded, hooded in sweatshirt in uniform. Oh, hooded oh sweatshirt. Not, yeah, not, hooded not sweatshirt with oh, with wow. sunglasses. Rolling deep. He just huh? came in and it came out. He actually he would have totally come in and out if someone didn't like snap a picture. We're like, dude, that's Fitz. <laughs> it's Fitz in disguise. Do I not know who Fitz Called is? Called out. Is you need to know who Fitz I, is. Fitz is. Uh, there's a whole story about Fitz, but he's one oh. of the. There's been many Jesus relationships Brent. formed throughout <laughs> the country because of Fitz in terms of craft beer. He's uh, truly an ambassador of beer. And speaking of being ambassador, this is compliments of Fitz, right? Yeah. No. Really? Well, no? You? Is that, well, oh. is that I don't know. Farm? Well, Probably kind someone. Of, sort of. Popped open some Hill Farmstead. Wow. Yeah. So uh, can I be really honest? You guys would probably respect me even less than you do right now, but I've never had one. Never had anything from them. Well, then that well, needs to change. I know about them. I know what they do. But They're all right. So that was my epiphany <laughs> moment. My first trip to Hill Farmstead. Nice. It was uh, a trip with Fitz mm-hmm. and the crew. Eric Padilla, who's now the head brewer at Dry Hop, mm-hmm. and then uh, a couple other f- friends that three weeks before the trip, I had no idea who the hell they were. I met them drinking beers one night, and they were like, "Hey, we're going to Vermont. Let's that's come with." That's insane. <laughs> it's a good, good time uh, to meet awesome. somebody. Yeah. And I was like, "Can I say fuck it?" I said, "Yeah." I was no, like, you fuck can definitely it. say fuck it. Let's, let's go. And so I hopped in the with a Fitz rented a van. Nice. We all hopped in the car, 14 hours out to Vermont, and I was like, "Wow!" Like that's I was awesome. into beer, but then I got out there, I was like, "This is beer. Like this is yeah. cool as hell." My first trip to Hill Farm, so it was like the mecca. First time drinking like a Hill Farm IPA. I've never had anything like it before. Mm-hmm. They were like those guys in Heidi Tapper. 
never had either. And I was like, and I wasn't a huge IPA fan at the time because I was like, you know, used to like the malty mm-hmm. traditional West Coast, fresh Midwest bitter, style. Yeah. yeah. And then just having these beers that were like so easy to crush, but like just like over the top with flavor, but still like balanced and like especially Hill Farms, like they maintain this profile of being like in your face hot profile. But then being delicate at the same time. Their beers like, are just beautiful. Like, how do you yeah. do that? It's just yeah. like, like crazy not hot. quite a mosaic monsoon, but like yeah. right there. And then right. having <laughs> I had I think I had this on draft. No, or one of their Saisons on draft. It's like wow. And that was like the moment in time where I was like I was drinking beer for about like I was into craft beer for about four years at this point and home brewing for about two years. And then I had that and I was like, Yeah, I want to open a brewery. Like, <laughs> and, I got, I got, and then I got home. That's what did it. I got home. I had like I think met Brian about a you know same time, and then next time I saw him, I was like telling him about the trip, and I was like, we should start trying to brew these beers. Mm-hmm. I think that's how we, like we. Yeah. I think that's how we kind of got to do it. Yeah, definitely yeah. from trips up there where yeah. our buddies, particularly Heady Topper, you know, there was nothing out here that was yeah. that style, and yeah. it was just like. The Whoa, only reason this I hop got explosion. Like the only reason I've ever had a heady topper was because I got lucky and yeah. I some woman had just come back. I put it on Craigslist that I had some prop from last year. <laughs> <laughs> I just wasn't into chilies and things and you know at the time. Yeah. So yeah, she was like, "Hey, I just got back from a road trip out there," and she's like, "I got a four pack of heady topper and a four pack of focal banger and 140 bucks that says <laughs> that says nice. I'll take your prop and a cup of coffees." And I was like, "Take it. I'm an IPA guy at this point. I didn't really." Yeah. You know, I wasn't a big stout guy. I just happened to my friend was going. I was like, yeah, I'll wait in line with you. We'll go get some BCS stuff. You yeah. know, but anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in on your no, story. Go, go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, that's, you know, really just kind of opened our eyes of like, wow, like this could be, this style is a lot, can be a lot different than, you know, what we traditionally thought it was. And it was like, I almost think like Hedy Topper is kind of like the granddaddy of this, like kind of yeah. New England or whatever we call it. I know yeah. there's like so many terms. Like Hedy Topper, there, their take. They were like big, bold, in your face, like yeah. unapologetic hoppiness. Super aromatic, yeah. right? Like. And then Hill Farmster was doing dankness too. Hill Farmster was doing similar to that, but then just like so refined and restrained. Soft. Elegant. Soft. To it. Elegant. Yeah. The, yeah. I think soft is a perfect word for those yeah. beers. Like, just like it was like. They still maintain this like cloud-like yeah. mouthfeel, and that's the thing. Like I think I feel like you guys are getting there. I don't know. Like I know you guys are talking about this stuff, but these are all the things I feel when well, I. Well, it's your something that we aspire to, yeah. and like that we're always well, trying. That's like kind of inspiration for yeah, our beers, yeah, exactly. right? Like we um, always talk about that. We're like, mm-hmm. you know, we say we're like we're getting our mouthfeel, but it's still like it's it's full, but it's not. Farm. It's not Are you ever yeah. going to be Clown. happy? You're never going to yeah, be happy. Like wow. <laughs> never, but that's all right. I remember that's one good. of the fir- one of the yeah. first like Hill Farm sets I had. It was actually like one of the hoppy beers, first hoppy beers from Hill Farm set. It had just this like soft quality yeah. to, the, to the mouthfeel that it's was just like so beer. different. Um, so it's like a touch minerally, but like in a really pleasant way, you mm-hmm. know, just like soft. It's well water. It's, uh, it is a well water. That well water. water. Should we right? dig a well under corridor? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You're going to get the same South type of water. water. Yeah. We could Though I have heard could great things about Mich- the Lake Who? Michigan water. So Who? Lake Michigan they is they good water. It's not beer. bad. Who's it's the oldest grandfather that you have? <laughs> or great grandfather? <laughs> you have a great, yeah. great, 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 great grandfather? Either. Uh, not a lot. beer after. Right? Just call him like Enos or something. Like my grandfather, so Pappy uh, Van Winkle. Yeah, yeah. We'll call him Butch. Butch. Yeah. Yes, that's your next beer. Nice. Yeah, just the nose on this is ridiculous. 
You guys are so you're drinking Arthur. You guys are literally Arthur. popping my cherry right now. Yeah. And, um, That's yeah. Arthur's a good, but yeah, good not little, a bad one little, to try. Let me yeah. tell you, I, I didn't, pop. I didn't walk into your doors here this afternoon yeah. thinking that I was going to be sipping on uh, one of the one of these beers that I've never had like that. I yeah. thought we'd just be drinking Corridor and St. Aaron. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, those are. I thank you. They're just sheltered. Yeah, those are sheltered. Sheltered. I hate that. Shelters, tank turds. Yeah. We're tank turds. We're not on the show. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah. guys have tank turds? Yeah, sure. Corridor, I, corridor beer. Corridors, all, all, all corridor beer <laughs> sheltered. Yeah. I'd like to see you put a put a twelve twelve cases of uh, OG squeeze it out on a Benny's floor and see how fast <laughs> people eating each other over it. The word shelf turd cracks me up, but have you ever seen brew turds? You ever watched? No, ever watch no. Those? What is that? No. Okay, you guys know Brando, Brandon Wright over at uh, Chicago Brew Works uh, yeah. Workforce. Oh yeah. He, they, they, when I talked to them on the podcast, he was like, "Just type in hashtag brew turds on Instagram," and there's this whole community of brewers just posting the the, the turds that come out of the pipes. Oh, <laughs> like no. the, like the oh hot yeah. Matters. It's yeah. great. Sure, sure. A lot of slow motion work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> a lot of Instagram boomerangs. A lot of fiber. A lot yes. of fiber. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hop. Sorry, I didn't mean to just no, kill us with uh, that. <laughs> no, but it's <laughs> yeah. true, though. It's, it's kind of funny because, like, we, um, being at Corridor, I'm always on display when I'm doing that kind of stuff, when I'm, like, evacuating cones. So I get a lot of people that like kind of peer over that that, <laughs> that shelf, and it's just kind of, you know, coming out like a turd. Yeah, looks and, like the same. <laughs> yeah. And there, there are a lot of kids here, and they're like, "Oh my god, mommy, that looks like poo." <laughs> And that's they're like, "That's bad." Like, and then they look at it like, "Oh no, that really does look no, like poo." You're right. <laughs> Our kid's a genius. Yeah, he knew it looked like shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Roger, we talked a little about a little bit about this with you, and uh, kind of where where you got your start and all that. That, did you ever have like a moment where, where you ever like I'm stuck in this job and I'm <laughs> I need to do something else and and that triggered you or is that Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um yeah, I was working, you know, I I was kind of you know, working a job that I didn't love for for a long time and What was your background in? Well, you care to talk about it? Sure, sure. Yeah, so I was working I was working as a dis- dispatch supervisor for for a shipping company. Um and uh, I, I went to went to college for actually sound production at Columbia College. So I was a big music guy. Jesus, you Columbia guys! Yeah, you Columbia. should be making records or something. Damn I know, it! No. I know. I just um, you know it was a big passion. Of, music's a big passion of mine. Um, and I just I, I just couldn't crack into the industry job wise um, for for sound production. Um, it was, it's a tough industry to be. You know, I wanted to do the studio work and. A lot of those jobs, you know, people do it for 30, 35 years and retire. There's just a scarcity of those jobs. Um, so, you know, I've always had this, like, uh, a artistic or creative outlet, you know, music or wh- whatever it, it, it shall be. Um, and, and brewing kind of uh, fulfills that that creative outlet. So. I was going to say, it's like this meld. I mean, the the brewing mixed with the the brewery and mixed with the business of itself like it's it's this weird confluence of of things coming together where it's like you it get is. these artistic guys but also brilliant people too yeah and, like and then you mix science and you know we're right. doing a lot of like you know like in high school like oh I'll never need to know this math <laughs> and like we're doing math all the time right it's kind of funny it's just like my the, my teenage self would be <laughs> shaking its very head very disappointed yeah very attention. like oh. <laughs> You're Project. a sellout. Yeah. Yes. You're a damn shill. Exactly. <laughs> so. So, 
from from that side of the coin to um, I'll, I'll wait I'll wait one second till we get the second half of uh, Saint Aaron in the booth. But now what Roger's going what what Roger went through and what he kind of talked about, like you guys are still kind of in that transitional phase. Like I'm get I don't want to assume anything, but you're hoping to one day have a production facility of your own, of right? Of course, yeah. yeah I mean, that's the end you, goal. It'd be a fucking shame if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll let you uh, start. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was in finance. He's pouring liquid for, gold. So he's <laughs> for a, a good long time and just realized that I could not do that anymore because I couldn't sleep at night or wake up in the morning. <laughs> <Like> so elaborate <laughs> on finance and trade. Like, <laughs> yeah, what, like your stock market kind of stuff uh, or like a finance? In the futures. Oh, futures. Okay. So... Uh, after some soul searching, after a, a long time, I said I I just can't force myself to go back to that like good pay, bad life, just and not yeah finding the happiness kind yeah, of yeah happy I median mean, even like hard to wake up, hard to go to sleep. There's a short time on this mortal coil, right? So let's uh, I make the most of to it. That so. theory as well, Brent. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Similar story here. Um, so I'm in medicine, and doctor. No, <laughs> I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. surgeon. Um, <laughs> so that was the route initially. Like I was gung ho into surgery, and I'm like, I was in med school. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do a surgical residency, and so I want to do. And you know, it was about two, two and a half years in. Uh, basically, when I started like kind of going through everything, I already had everything set up. I had like a residency set up. I had job lined up and I was still a year and a half out but like I did everything and it was going very well and then I had like a come to Jesus moment and I was like alright I have a whole bunch of other things I like to do outside of this and beer is one of them and brewing is one of them and that doesn't mix with becoming a surgeon yeah so you, you had like the yeah. tools and the toolkit and all that oh, stuff I, and I, it was everything like, like, everything I, was like, ready to go I even, like I, I knew where I was going to go something like, was not feeling good year, and I was working for someone at the time, um, a surgeon who was very high power in the city in terms of uh, her status as a surgeon. And I broke her heart and like, I'm not going to do this. Totally like switch gears, stayed in medicine, but went into um, basically like minimally invasive procedures. That's what I'm doing my residency in now um, without being a surgeon. But like it gives me a lot more time. I'm never on call. I work like a standard, like nine to five currently. Like I'm still gonna pursue that, finish my residency, you know, do you the have, medicine. You haven't thing, completely abandoned. I haven't abandoned what you're doing. No, unfortunately, the student debt that I currently uh, bear does Incurred. not allow me to. Yeah, <laughs> does not allow me to get rid of it. But um, kind of my outlook in terms of life has totally changed, and like, like, like I still love medicine, but uh, there's so much outside of it, and I want to be a brewer first thing like 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 that's where my one of my main passions is so i want to do both and like doing the same with brent has really kind of opened that up and uh yeah so plan is to have our own space uh hopefully you know 18 months would be ideal but you know we haven't even started looking yet but we probably should uh but we guess we could we could mention what yeah. we're, we're doing next. So we're excited in that we're going to be uh, 
putting our beers in cans here soon. Um, this is breaking bullsh- news. Bullshit. Breaking no, news. Seriously. Yeah. No, you yeah. need to be in the. Breaking news. So we just, there was there's yeah. there's erections from every download yeah, right like now. Cans. Like, yes. cans. It's it's the it's the sexy term, the hot term. Hashtag cans. It's right oh up there yeah. with barrel aged, juicy, hazy yeah. cans. Right Ad- adjuncts. Four oh four yeah. pack. Sixteen ounce cans. I don't know what it is either. Like I still make fun of the, but like, before we were doing this, I was always like, "Is it in the can? Oh, it's in the can. Oh, yeah, I I should get that. It's in the can. (laughs) And not a twelve ounce can. A sixteen ounce. Sixteen ounce ounce can. Put it in twelve. It's it's no good. Yeah, Yeah. it's bigger. It's it's longer. That that sixteen ounce. It it just twelve ounce bottle sucks. Twelve ounce can. No cans. Best thing in the world. Yeah. Sixteen ounce can. It's like changes the flavor of the no okay. <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> if you didn't catch his sarcasm yeah. <laughs> um he's a so doctor we, we've known uh kevin carey who's the still the president president of the yeah. craft brewers yes. guild also owner owner founder founder of beguile, of beguile uh approached us about potentially brewing there because we knew he was what we're doing at microphone and basically it allows us to have a little more space in terms of capacity uh Bigger, bigger. Bre- I'm not familiar with Beguile. I've heard their name a couple times. Alarmist actually so mentioned them. Beguile's like making great beers. They've been one of the breweries that's been around Chicago for a long, long time. Heard good things. And making just really nice, clean, crisp, crushable beers. And also great stout and a fantastic barley wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, we have 14 barrels of production right now at Microphone. And then uh, going to Beguile allows to have about 30. So basically, oh, double. So you're, you're doing this. You're ramping up. Yeah. Then for sure. We're okay. gonna slowly transition over there once we get everything, all the, you know, things set up, everything in line on paper to go over there, and then we'll be able to start canning because they have a, a ability <laughs> to can the IPAs. They've been canning their beers, and we're really excited about it. I think it'll kind of yeah. take us to the next step while we're still starting to transition into our own place as well. You can basic set. I'll buy all of them. I was going to say, you're not the only one that just yeah. got excited mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Right. Roger's over here, too. He, yes. went, to, he yeah, went from was, 6 to midnight. Uh, I yeah. saw <laughs> it. <Nah. laughs> uh, can I ask the... Let me hear the beautiful romantic story of how you two came together to be. Just, I mean, you uh, said, th- you said just six years our, or so. That's probably through... Don't, probably through don't fly through it. <laughs> Don't fly through no, it just I, yet. I, just I, I don't let it happen. I, I don't yeah. really know. Uh, I think it's just through beer friends. Like it was. I, I didn't like. I think I'm. So I think we met. Or we met like briefly, but I'm a quiet person. You're a quiet mm. person. It's not like we talk too much. Well, how the hell did that happen? We were talking <laughs> about the Heinemann beer <laughs> shares earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. We yeah, talked yeah. about this off mic yeah. a little bit, and, yeah, and yeah. Ryan let me in on a little bit of this. I thought it was one of the most interesting yeah, yeah. things I've heard. <laughs> so I'll just kind of recap quickly if i can do it quickly but uh north side chicago there's a wood shop used to be a wood shop called heineman uh wood shop and they were doing some awesome bars they built bars for revolution mm-hmm. um whole bunch of places doing beautiful stuff uh they opened up a brewery that was a brief stint called break room and uh the first brewer there was um actually mike palin Who's uh, that? Uh, Who's that? He's Nobody knows that name. <laughs> Prior, yeah, <laughs> never when it was open, but like <laughs> before it was. Uh, no, never when it was open. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. so he never when they opened, but he was the first brewer that was supposed to be on board. I remember, um, sorry, but, but not to interject, but yeah. I remember he was a 
avid home brewer. So he was a home brewer. That's how we knew him. And, yeah. like, and he got. I remember having his. And he was brew. a friend of Fitz and Banks for a long time. Yeah. And he met, I think, those guys through the. Heinemann. I knew him through Capones yeah. and Heinemann, like the whole so, triangle. So he met like, the he met the whole company that became investors for the break room yep. at the Heinemann beer shares because mm-hmm. he was a big home brewer, and they were like, "We love your passion, right. we love what you're doing." So they brought him on board. Uh, there was a a TV show that came out of the wood shop. Which made a whole a full season on uh, Discovery Channel. Yeah, no yeah. shit. These guys are celebrities. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. so if you want to go back, it might Is that be on Netflix now? It might <laughs> be. It was on Netflix at one point, actually. Really? Oh, no shit. Yeah. So you can learn a lot. You can find Mike Palin on Discovery and Beer Me Fitz on Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it called? Uh, like Extreme Bars or bar, something. Ba- bar, bar, bar <laughs> Masters or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Extreme Build Out. Yeah. yeah. Extreme. They drive, drive. Like they go Does to like New Orleans. Come in there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pimp, pimp my bar. But, yeah, but pimp, anyways, pimp my bar. Uh, Mike became the head brewer briefly, um, but before they opened, and he, he had other opportunities that presented himself. I'll let if you ever talk to Mike, I'll let Mike kind of. Well, talk no, about I'll, that, I'll need you guys to facilitate that. <laughs> but uh, but basically, <laughs> thank you. Mike though. was given the ability to do his own beers, like no strings attached and that's how we got some his autonomy yeah. Oh, okay. yeah so basically what we're doing now at his place he got that ability to start at Slapshot and go from there hence pay it yeah. forward so then eric padillo was brought in who's now the head brewer at dry hop um and where was i going with this anyways so that's how break room break room kind of got their start but anyways heineman before all of break room heineman had big beer shares and um before craft beer was cool or just starting to get cool and just a whole bunch of people. I went yeah. on Beer Advocate one day. I just moved into Chicago and I was like, I want to meet people that are involved in the beer scene. And like, uh, I think Beer Me Fits actually put this post on Beer Advocate. This is, hey, we're doing a bottle share at Heinemann, nice. Heinemann Woodshop. Whoever wants to come by, feel free. And they got ridiculously scary big. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I think yeah, the tour, they had to the first one was like them. 20 yeah. people. <laughs> My first time there was 50 people. And then like mm. the third time was 100. And the fourth time was like, all right, we're gonna exponential. We're no, gonna, we're gonna make this we're gonna, like, invite. Have a riot. Yeah. We're gonna we don't need close to this buy down. a space. Yeah. yeah, I feel like so. Fitz needs a lot of credit for a lot of these yeah. these breweries like that have Fitz opened up. Yeah, he's like Cold brought everyone. That <laughs> like I, was, I, didn't yeah. I don't know like, about. That's where I met Drew Fox for the first yeah. time, and like mm-hmm. so did I. He yeah. 18th Street was still just mm-hmm. like it was a twinkle in his eye. The business idea was intact, but it was like nowhere close to being open. He hadn't even started brewing at at Pipeworks yet, and then Transient. Yeah, I mean he be, he yeah. Chris too. Like yeah. well, we yeah. met him oh, yeah. at Stout Fest. Yeah, like uh, now he's in Iceland. Now <laughs> he's in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, now he's in Iceland. Uh, yeah, Chris said he's gonna do the podcast, but he's been kind of ducking me lately. So we'll see. I'll we'll see. see. Oh, he's 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 Drew does too. And Drew, we'll see him grumble. They're 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 celebrities. They're over in Iceland. We're in Iceland over the weekend. it's a tough life. It's a hard life. Yeah, but anyway, so yeah, I met those guys there. Came good friends with them. Their banks has been long friends with Fitz for a long time, and so of course our cr- paths crossed frequently. Mm-hmm. And then that's kind of uh, like just conversations about brewing. And I think after the first, we had a bunch like of beer shares over yeah. at my place. Like kind of, we have about what is it, six seven of us, or maybe yeah, yeah probably about seven. About a crew of six or seven of us yeah. that always kind of get together and share beers, and uh, so that's kind of evolved. And yeah, it's you know, unfortunately the break room thing. You know, dump, but uh, 
Heineman or one of the Heineman brothers still has a wood shop, which is awesome. He did our tap handles like yeah, crazy beautiful. We'll, <laughs> like we'll, we'll, we'll tag it. Yeah, plug him in. Ben Heineman. Yeah, Ben's wood shop. Ben, like, ben's ben, wood, I've got a two barrel uh, kegerator yeah. at home. I could uh, use some cool tap handles. Ben, yeah. Ben's wood shop. He if you're looking for one of the best woodworkers in Chicago, and he's still he's still doing bars. He did spitefuls bar. He did spitefuls bar, which is ridiculous. Amazing. Super talented. So. Uh, uh, this is kind of a weird one-off here, but you talked about, are you bringing your tap handles with your kegs then? So without a space, it I'm kinda thinking like, well, so we we do very, 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 very few kegs out to uh, places when we make beer. Just How do you decide that? How do you decide, like, who gets one? Well, it's a business decision, right? I mean, really, I mean, it's like, you know, we want to make sure that, you know, someone can get it on tap in the city uh, and then... Maybe one or two in the burbs, yeah. but it's just it's just not feasible right now with the small production that we have to dump a lot of kegs out there. So we rotate, and uh, it, it's unfortunate. Like I'd love to have a bunch of kegs out there, it's just not feasible right now because the only place that gets consistent kegs is Beer Temple. Uh, and, Beer Temple. and microphone uh, a relationship because, yeah. that you built. W- a relationship, yeah. We've known Chris Quinn for a while, and then one of the guys who was uh, Nick Conti, who's now officially officially at microphone as one of their tapping managers was an employee there for a while and he was one of our biggest supporters like when we were a home brewer and yeah. he was like i want to bring you guys here like he contacted us like yeah. when we he first found out that we were actually you know going on to the next step and so because of that like we'll always kind of have yeah. a special place for them um, but that's the only place right now that yeah. pretty much will always have a case. so anyway so like beer temple doesn't have yeah. doesn't well, have uh, you know what d- they don't have custom like they have their own handles so a lot of places don't but in the same handles. situation that uh iron and glass had fuzzy britches on recently i guess uh, they uh, have a handle yeah, right yeah, yeah well, no they, they didn't have a handle they just had their regular old handle i uh, gave I that not, guy a handle. well it, they <laughs> might have been on and i just didn't notice i'm sorry you know eric and colton well, we the want the handles they're, out they're there because they're beautiful good folks. yeah i know i made them like they're gorgeous they have standard like wood handles that they all use for all 12 taps so i i don't remember it might have been on there as a special treat to you guys but when i saw fuzzy britches on i was like holy shit let's do this you know yeah i mean the ones in the burbs rotate it's just an unfortunate situation where we you know generally our our thought is we're not really going into any bars we're just going to slashies you know like iron and glass like second time i've heard that term the other Uh, time was from josh from miscatonic (laughs) yeah i said what the hell slashies kind of like that's a chicago term right like i'm not from chicago either so (laughs) josh josh over at miscatonic was like that's what we call that's an industry term we call them slashies there you could buy uh, beer and drink beer right take out for you know and and on site yeah it just makes sense when you have the capacity that we have right now that you know to do that and you know it's working out well like, everyone understands like we have no issues with it we're just like sorry we can't give you a keg this time and it's like i don't know yeah, if you guys yeah. know this but people fucking love your beer <laughs> i don't know I if you know. guys have taken that in yet or not but it's got to be a surreal feeling to like take compliments like that uh, to just be like yeah i guess it's okay we <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to talk to you all the time rather yeah. than read on yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 Or beer advocate. I think what we hear the most is the, is the negative stuff. And, well. you know, it's is it because you're, like, focusing on it, or is it... Oh, we've always liked to believe that no. we're the biggest critics of our beers. Okay, and well, no, it's good. It's a healthy... Yeah. It's a Michael Jordan-type mentality, you know? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
you're a winner. Uh, well, I, guess I also so, think so, the, sometimes the, we're finding that some people are bigger critics of our beers than we are, and that's yeah. been like a new experience. And I'm sure Roger can comment on that as well. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and you know, everyone has got their own palate, and and that's you know, it, it's awesome. And a lot of times, like you know, we, we as brewers, like yeah, we we read the forums, we 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 look at Untapped, we do, we do, we'll admit it. I'm a narcissist, I swear. No, you know <laughs> wait, what? You know, it's actually it's, it sounds like, like a masochist more than a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, really exactly. than anything. Like, like, yeah. Just punishing myself. I don't. I want to feel yeah, bad yeah, about yeah, yeah, my. I'm my picturing Ben Stiller and dodgeball. And it's it's honestly yeah. like exactly. I'm like, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm in bed now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look. I just want to go to sleep. If you do, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to go to sleep. I'm like this. Be- we just time. put out this beer like yeah. today. I'm like, should I really should I really just look to see if people <laughs> are liking it? You guys just drank it. You know yeah. it's a goddamn good beer. Well, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. you know the thing yeah. is like I get it. Uh, but but when you drink your beer own beer enough. There's a certain degree of yes. convincing yourself it's a good. And beer. you could be like stuck and in the forest, right? Yeah, like we did you, fine. We did fine. And like, yeah. and like, you your palate evolves. Like, it's always going to evolve. And if you're drinking shitty beer all the time, like your palate's going to evolve. Like, oh, this yeah. is a good shitty beer, but True. you don't. You just call it a good beer. Exactly. And, and like, like, so you need that to kind of ground you, and it's sure. also a reason to reach out to, or not reach out, but to have other beers that are out there. Sure, sure. And like, that's kind of a, you know, I think that's one of the things that all three of us have kind of benefited from that. We've been a fan of, we've always been nerds of the industry and that's kind of helped develop our palate. So, with that said, but yeah. stop writing shitty stuff about our beers. Stop writing shitty stuff about our beers. And if you are going to do it, give me your rose petals, do, asshole. Do it at like four in the morning, yeah. so I don't like see it at like ten o'clock at night before I go to bed. And it's be fine like, if you could wake up first thing yeah, and see it. Like, yeah, all right, yeah, whatever. All right, I'll I'll deal with it. I can yeah. think about <laughs> it, forget about it over the course of the day. But if you, I see it at ten p.m., that's the last yeah, thing I see sleeping. before I go to sleep. Yeah. All so, right. so, um, an, so an odd offshoot of of that. I don't want to interrupt or jump in on thoughts, but but an odd offshoot of that is. A very honest conversation that we had before we turned the mics on and sat down. You guys talked about sleight of hand, mm-hmm. which I thought was an excellent beer. I thought it was a nice change up from from yeah. the basic juice that we that a lot of people have been consuming. Uh, but but kind of give me give, just tell them what you told me. Like, oh uh, yeah, it just wasn't to to us like the beer kind of evolved after we packaged it to. Like I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't what we envisioned when we brewed the beer. So, it ended up being like, you know, not our favorite beer, but I'm like, but it wasn't like dumpable. <laughs> no, but that was, that was a lot the, of people you know, enjoyed that beer. That you know, was the we, conversation. We, I know it wasn't a four point two five on Untap, but well, <laughs> but I mean, there are a lot of breweries that are have opened in Chicago that like w- we want to be. We want to hit a home run every time. I the know we're b- not going the to. The bar is high, and that's a good thing. Right. I think we that's want a great the bar to be high. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, the bar is really high, for, and it's, it's, and it's getting we, higher we with every, every month, which is awesome. Yeah. It's people are making awesome beers. It's and great for consumers and also great for yeah. us brewers yeah. because that pushes us yeah. to make the, the, the best beer The power of the Chicago public has just yeah. elevated so much, and it's great. It's making everyone better, but when you're not there at that bar or above it, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? You're oh, dealing it's brutal. It's brutal. It's tough, guys. and you're dealing with like living organisms and and equipment malfunctions, and it's you know like anything can go wrong in a brew day. And sometimes you don't know it until after, well, right. after the fact, after it happens, then you, you yeah. spend a couple of weeks trying to figure out, all right, why wasn't this yeah. up to exactly. par? Exactly. So yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you you do your best, and yeah. 
you know there, there are there are things that are out of your control in, in beers um you just try to steer everything that you can control to make the best product possible there's so know? much like a balance work going on there because it's like you, you hear things like uh you know no good brewer ever you know is, is not dumping a batch you know like every great brewer has to dump a, a batch of beer at some point so yeah. you're finding that balance between that and then the confidence in your beer like saying you know i, like, I know i'm i'm like i don't know i i, I want to dump like a lot of beers <laughs> <laughs> so I, I need like a lot of people to talk me out i don't know i'm like hyper critical no, like oh, no, i hate no. this beer i want to put it yeah so like i don't know i'm I always like dump this whole the worst the worst thing do. is that when it like comes out well, not packaging here at corridor but it's like when yeah. it comes out later you're like oh yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah i mean i think I would definitely want to be liberal on the side of dumping beer mm-hmm. from our perspective. Like we don't want to put out no. beer that you're going to spend. And you know, or, you know, to be fair, like, you know, we're not on the, the highest price point, but we're definitely not on the lowest price point either. So if you're going to pay like, you know, good money for a beer, like it better be damn good. And which from an average Joe type consumer yeah. point, like your beer is worth the price you're putting on it. So I know you probably have doubts about that sometimes. And like, question yourself but like you know you guys have put out a quality product over and over again in the last but that's really 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 important to us Mm -hmm. like if you know we're gonna be you know you're gonna buy 750 milliliters of this beer you know for whatever price it is like it better be good and it better be worth it to the consumer so that's Mm -hmm. why you know shut up and really yeah really (laughs) (laughs) yeah for now (laughs) it will be soon enough we all want cans um Stouts will still be in uh, big boys, probably twenty twos. But all right. So speaking of the uh, the trendy stuff and the uh, hazies and the big stouts and that, um, Roger, give me your take on kind of uh, where you see the hazy. I, I don't want to call it a fad. You know, it's 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 a legitimate style, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so yeah, we were kind of discussing fads and w- where the style is going and also like uh, w- what do we call the style how, how do we classify it per se words um, are weapons they are you know like uh you know we're, we're in the business of selling beer so like what do we classify it do we do we call the style new england do we call it hazy do we call it double dry hopped um i kind of at corridor we we landed on the double dry hop variety um i i was kind of opposed um and ryan could talk about St. Laurent, but I, I didn't like the whole New England classification uh, just because like our beer isn't brewed in New England. I guess we could call it New England style. People call it Belgian, Belgian style. That's, I feel this. Yeah, that was that was our thing. Yeah. Like, when we were brewing this style of beer, whatever you want to call it, we we're like, we know what it is. We know that we're taking our inspiration from New England. Right. Or in that exactly. region in general. But why can't it just be an IPA? Why does it have to be a New England IPA? Right. And we felt like, you know, especially when we were doing a lot of our test batches before, like, you know, before St. Laurent, uh, when we were still home brewing, but brewing beers in anticipation of doing it on the big scale, we're like, all right, what do we call this beer? Like, can we just call it an IPA? Mm-hmm. Or, do, or do we have to tap into the buzzwords of hazy and New England and juicy and... DDH, DDH, double D- double dry hop, Q-D-H. triple dry hop, yeah. like, marketing, yeah, <laughs> um, fruit juice, you know, yeah, like it's tough, juicy juice, like, like, so we do call it, we call it double dry hop because yeah, so we it double, is, we, yeah. we dry hop, that's what that's what twice. corridor landed yeah. on too. That that was like my like, 
but there are expectations, right? So, and and we do do a two stage dry hop, and it's not only it's it's a you know double classification. We do a two stage dry hop, and we also do close to double the amount of dry hop that we do would do for like a traditional let's say west coast i don't yeah. know what, what's an ipa yeah. right what is an ipa exactly yeah. that, that, yeah. so that was our thing it was yeah. like why call it a juicy or hazy or new england ipa like right why not just call an ipa and like just be like this is our definition of ipa and however you wanted to classify it classify it as and that's almost like to me it harkens back to you know four, e- word. four years ago of like <laughs> the the black ipa or the you know i was like you know, they're like talking about fads. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That one, but it was like you know, like there are a few of them from the Pacific Northwest, and you know, they tried to like don't forget nucleus shoehorn that like it's a Cascadian mm-hmm. like dark. No, it's CDA. Like, you know, it's yeah, that's it's not a couple of people in the Pacific Northwest made that IPA, mm-hmm. but you know, it's like you don't own that IPA. Like, I'm, I'm gonna style. call it a black IPA. It's not a Cascadian IPA. Right. It's not. Uh, and undoubtedly, New England, like the people in the Northeast, like Hetty Topper and Hill Farmstead, and a few others. Don't forget Sam Adams. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Boston. We're at the Boston. Sp- spearhead of this style of IPAs, but yeah. you know, it's like, it's, well, there's like a lot. Like everyone else can make it. This you episode know? Like, brought to you by Boston Adams. But with Adam, that said, Sam Adams, pe- 1976. Pe- <laughs> people are grabbing on to the to those buzzwords though that we were talking about because now. I'll just say three big breweries that are doing it. S- well, big, relatively speaking. I'm not talking macro, but big in terms of the craft beer world. So enough, Sierra yeah. Nevada. Mm-hmm. Has, oh, you mean Hazy IPA? They have. Is <laughs> yeah. it, I, think, I, I think it's called Hazy Literally IPA. Called hazy. Yeah, it's called I think hazy that they IPA. classify it as Sam that, Adams yeah. just had a um, juicy. Sam Roger Adams. told me Sam that's Adams, his favorite beer of Sam all time. Sam Adams was the first. <laughs> so ju- it's so juicy. <laughs> I think I think on their can it says juicy, hazy, yes. and then New England. Yeah. I think every, all three. every buzzword. It has New fed. England, juicy, yeah. hazy, all mm-hmm. like within a couple centimeters of each other. And then you have New Belgium, who's now done their the Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo right? Ranger, yeah. their take on hazy IPA. Uh-huh. Interesting that I'm not sure if they're doing it intentional or not, but they ferment it with a wit yeast. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's hazy, right? So and it's they a, pour it's a, a pound of a, flour in every. Basically, <laughs> it's a hopped up. It's a hopped up hefeweizen. But yeah. with that said, they're still, like, God bless them. Like they, <laughs> they've acknowledged the, the Trend. beer. Yeah, they've acknowledged the style. But at what point are you acknowledging the style to grab onto it just or to you make so money, so or are you grabbing onto it just to like, or to make the beer that you like to drink? So. So do you yeah. think? Um, I'll pose you a question, right? Yeah. So yeah. do you think that... I like this. I can just take a break. <laughs> do you think that um, we should have a, a BJCP classification for this style? Do you, f- do you feel that it's it's far enough away from You're over a the top specialty? S- of somebody's head, Roger. Uh, what, what are you... Wh- give me the acronym. Fucker just wants another medal. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. What's the acronym you just <laughs> said? Wait, how do what I... Where do I put my beer? B-J-A-C what? So, so the... B- hey, the j- just because you've won a Great American Beer Festival medal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He subtly brought that up. <laughs> 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 oh, are those my gold medals? Oh. 
Where is it? Anyway. <laughs> um, You're wearing it. <laughs> Stop. We I can all see it. Why is he always it's, wearing it? It's I under, can't it's see it on the under podcast. the shirt, guys. I don't wear it out of uh, out of the shirt. It's He's wearing shirt. a sleeveless corridor <laughs> shirt <laughs> with a chest. The metal v. on the outside. Overalls with the, the metal. It's the deepest V you ever seen. Your wireman <laughs> overalls that they gave oh, you. No, but seriously, oh, what, 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 what does it stand for? What, what so, so, um, well, yeah, for people that don't know, the beer judge certification program is kind of the. Um, it's a classification. So everything, um, I don't know, Great American Beer Fest, um, World Beer Cup, a- any like uh, organization classifies beer. It's the standardized classification of beer. So if you were to like, not even for competitions, it's just like how we talk about beer, right? So um, used to, used to, used to. Wait, well, that was my, that's that? my that's my my question. Why do does you, Ryan say that? Do you think well. we should? Do you think we should have an official category? In the BJCP for this, for this. Well, it's it's difficult because I think a lot of your BJCP members are old school, right? Old school, yeah. And I respect the old school. Sure. I mean, Randy Mosher, Mosh Dog, Mosh Dog <laughs> here in Chicago. <laughs> Mosh you know. He's uh, like way over everybody's like head right he now. He is one of the godfathers of beer. Yes. And I respect everything. Like he was one of the very first books, homebrew books that I ever read. Like first page last mm-hmm. page all the way through like his stuff is it's great it's legendary like yeah. it's legendary it's the bible of beer um but there's been so many transitions and kind of changes in beer since then the hazy new england mm-hmm. ipa being one of them and it's so new so different and like how do you take that style give it to these BJCP certified judges that have been around for 30, 40 years that are used to judging classic lagers, classic pilsners, which I still love and find myself going back to more and more even like now dovetail, but like, like how do you take that, that population of judges and then give them this kind of infant style of beer and being like, Hey, judge this. Mm -hmm. We'd better be able to, when, when you are like, even if they're open to new styles, I feel like at the heart they're still a little bit purist. And yeah, I I, I agree. Um, you know, but but they 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 do have uh, they did revisit that, and I think they have like a black IPA category and really? a red okay. IPA category. I think they yeah. did redo it maybe a like happy four or five years ago. W- what did yeah. Randy think of your hazies at? Uh Forbidden Root. You know, R- Randy liked him. Get in there. Um, so yeah, I, like I, how, like I got how lucky. I got to work with there. Randy Mosier. So yeah, I, like I got did, the he, did he like give you like tasting notes? Did he, like, <laughs> this is garbage. <laughs> he did. You know what? Like, um, this is why tur- isn't it clear? This is too tur- much. This hops. is turbid bullshit. <laughs> turbid bullshit beer. <laughs> it's it's turbid bullshit <laughs> beer is a, a, a term. And not not Come on, squeeze it. OG will have turbid bullshit on the next label. That was yeah. That was my original. Classification <laughs> of that beer, I got vetoed. No, you know, like he, um, yeah, of course, like just like any, any, it's different, right? So it's it's bucking the the, yeah. the trend, the style, and you know that's that's one of the reasons why I love this style so much, or things like that. It's like, hey man, we're 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 turning this industry upside down. I love that. I, I want to be a part of that. That's it's cool. That's craft beer, man. Like, like it's only we're, we're against the grain. It's we're, you don't have no. to be safe, and it's, right? I, I love that. You just said that because, like, truly, like the brewing community has been upended by this trend. Mm-hmm. Breweries that have been making the classic IPAs for so so long, and people are, are finding themselves in like, 
fuck. Like, our, like yeah. we're not selling as much of the beer as we used to because yeah. everyone yep. wants, like, the juicy, hazy IPA. And, like, I was – Brent and I were, were that yeah. person. We were the ones that were like, we want that beer. We're going to learn how to brew it. Mm-hmm. And we did. And we're and doing that now. And, and it's like, just like – it's it's a – such a good canvas for hops, right? Like yeah, it's a better, really it's a better canvas than yeah. old IPA. Yeah. So like that's awesome, right? Yeah. I don't know what do you call them? Maybe, maybe we're IPA yeah, we're paying respect. I don't know. Maybe I'm, trying to, maybe I'm trying. And, and, and it's not like yeah. it's not like I don't like drinking those beers. Sure. Like it, shoot, you and I were when at a well sausage done. fest last week, and I'm yeah. like, I was drinking the shit out of like old school yeah. like piney yeah, IPAs. Break, I'm like, can, I enjoy can you it. Break down like like laymanly like. Just basic, uh, like like you're saying, I, I'm having a hard time classifying it. Like, it's the old school IPA is what I want to instinctively call it. But like, well, your hot forward, so day-y, like yeah, so yes, there's a lot more uh, straightforward bitterness to to it. Uh, the flavor hops are often but not necessarily like have some earthy and piney flavors. There's some traditional sea hops like uh, Chinook, some the seas, uh, maybe, but, <laughs> but they the also, seas. but, but, and the malt bill has sometimes a lot more, like a, a little more caramel malt to it than uh, a little richer flavor to the traditional or than the new England IPAs. You hear the term backbone. You hear that malty backbone? Yeah, it has a little mm-hmm. maltier backbone maybe often. Maybe like dry, maritis, dryness. Yeah, possibly, dryness. Right, maybe yeah. West Coast. Yeah, a little, it ferments out a, like the, a yeast strain that is uh, a little more attenuative. So it's a little drier, not as sweet. So, you know, it's a little a little drier, a little pinier sometimes, depending upon the hops. It could be fruity, uh, but bitterness. Like it's nice. It's like I, I love, love those beers. Like it depends upon the time, but what? what not all the time. Which what? beer though? Because like, I, so there's a friend of ours, yeah. um, who before the hazy IPA became a thing, used to say that he could pick out a beer by region, no matter where it was. I think it's bullshit. And well, no, no, <laughs> I think it's true though because. Hazy IPA wasn't a huge thing in Vermont or the East Coast. And then there's the IPAs in the Midwest and there's IPAs in the West Coast. And he could blindly always pick out an IPA in the Midwest. Well, it's probably because of water. No doubt. No, he said it was the malt profile. And, like, he was always right. And, like, we would do, like, and he's now a professional brewer at a major brewery on the East Coast. Well, and, like, you know, he knows his, yeah, he knows his IPAs. Like, and he's, he's killing the IPA game. Like, he's one of the premier brewers. But it was just interesting to hear that, like, five years ago that he was the one I saying that. I, I can pick out a Midwest IPA out of anything out of the bunch. So was, it, was the Midwest palette? jaded into what was a good IPA or were we just different in doing I don't know maybe maybe they were influenced by Three Floyds of like yeah trying to make IPAs similar to them but I don't know I mean like we the Midwest was a little maltier but I just remember visiting him being like oh my god this IPA is great and we'd give it to him and he'd taste it and he'd be like 
Oh, yeah. That's from Chicago. We wouldn't tell him what it was. We'd be like, hey, just try this. It'd be a blind beer. We'd be like, just try this. He's like, is this from somewhere in the Midwest? I would say, like, two-hearted. I don't know. That's like what yeah. – someone says, like, Midwest IPA. Like, yeah. two-hearted. But I, I love know. that beer. It's and, great beer. And, and to Fantastic me, beer. when I think of the classic style of IPA, like, I, I don't – or when I say classic, I don't – I shouldn't say classic. When I think of the non-hazy, non-New England, I'm still using that term, which I don't love. Well, but we don't know what to call it, right? I yeah, know. But I know. That, that's, like, kind of the – I don't, I don't want to say classic. Con- conundrum. Yeah, and I, I don't want to say classic. I don't want to say West Coast. I just want to say – New, new school, new wave. I don't know. Old school. I don't. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe old school is a better term. Old school, new school, because you know, old school's a. I think Forbidden Root called it new era. I new think. era. All right, it's fine. So that's old, not bad. Uh, it's not bad. It's so, not bad. So let's, let's say old era IPA. Yeah. Um, when I think one of my favorites, like interpretations of the old era IPA, I always revert back to Two Hearted. I love that beer, mm-hmm. and I always love it's that great beer. Great beer. Like, yep. It's, it's an awesome beer, and I think. It's stayed consistent throughout the years, and I think that's that's like a class classically yeah. Midwest style. It, it is Midwest, right? And, but like, like I, I, I've had a lot of Pliny, and I still mm-hmm. like Too Hard better than Pliny. Mm-hmm. To me, Too Hard is more drinkable. I agree, than Pliny, and that's probably why I like it mm-hmm. more. Oh, people are gonna send you so much hate mail. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Plinius. Pliny the Younger. <laughs> I mean. I've too harder to me like i like i was in bloomington i think recently for a for a concert that i wanted to go to and it was like this little hole in the wall joint they had 16 ounce tall boys of too harder and i was like yes let, let's do that i mean they yeah. they don't serve craft beer they don't give a shit about you know mm-hmm. what's going on in the craft world way down in uh isu <laughs> territory it's like but, but it's a solid beer yeah. I, most no scratch like, down there yeah. <laughs> Might be. It's too far uh, south. They're basically. They're basically what? (laughs) (laughs) They're not Illinois. They're barely. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Just the tip, guys. Just the tip. (laughs) It's it's crazy. Uh, And and you see guys are are starting to kind of make that style that we talked about. We're we're saying terms like uh, Midwest IPA. Um, It's something that probably isn't officially written down anywhere but uh penrose for example i'm sure you guys are, are familiar yeah. with tom quarter and uh mm-hmm. they, that group over there mm-hmm. they literally label their cans now uh you know we have a double dry hop triple dry hop uh midwest ipa mm-hmm. and they're kind of trying to find that balance between uh you know some of these big mouthfeel uh you know hazy ipas juicy juicy beers and then kind of stick with that traditional feel of you know, having a clear, you know, uh, transparent mm-hmm. beer where you can see through it on s- some sides. You yeah, know, I think I think that's fine. I, I was doing a good job. Just with talking it. to Brent uh, last night about it. Actually, I was at Peace Pizza about ten days ago, and I had the weight. Damn, damn fine pizza. <laughs> damn fine pizza, and I know the weight is like one of the beers they've always been like kind of revered about, but yeah, I've. They probably won like uh, several awards for sev- that. I think so. Yeah, yeah. they might <laughs> have, have on the wall the when you go in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but deservingly so too. Yeah, but Tim, the same color medal you know. that you're wearing right now under the shirt. <laughs> you can't <laughs> see it. He's still wearing. Unfortunately, it. I was not clueless, but still relatively uninformed. I walked in and I had it, and I was like, I've heard of the beer before, but I was like, holy shit, this is like a fantastic mm-hmm. beer. Like it's really, really nice. And what is it? I'm sorry. I'm it's, d- d- it's the weight. It's their Citra the Pale Ale. Okay. And, and just I believe Citra. Crushable. It, it crushable. Yeah. Killer. Like it. Like it's. 
it's clear as all get out. There's mm-hmm. no haze. Like it does not fit the hazy bill whatsoever. But the the hop profile on it is beautiful, and it's not the hop profile of like your standard like hazy new era IPAs that we've now dubbed new it new era IPA. It's okay, you can call it hazy. Like, but just just a perfect old era mm-hmm. IPA, and like like I think I had multiple pints and. Yeah, love every sip of it. I guess that that's I don't know. It comes like back to what we we're talking about. Um, you know, fat or no fat or what? I don't know. I think that I think that whatever you call it, hazy New England, whatever. I think it's here to stay. I think it's solidified itself in craft beer lore. It's, it's not going away. It's not going away. But yeah. you know what? Neither. Why should, would it? Neither I mean, should be a old era pale ale. You know, no, I, and right. there's there's enough room in craft beer for both to exist i i think what it'll do though is and it sounds terrible to say it i shouldn't say it but going to they may trim the fat yeah like i think there's You're a gonna lot have of to make a really good one there's for it to stick. Uh, I, I think yeah. I, I think chicago is one of those perfect examples of that in that Right now, like people always talk about the craft beer bowl, when's it gonna burst? And right, it hasn't burst. Yeah, and I don't think it's gonna burst. And I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna burst. But I but think right. you see it's starting trim. To. But, uh, but but I think but yeah. I think the bubble, it's not gonna burst. It's not gonna hold everybody. But it's gonna, exactly <laughs> yeah. that's the that's the perfect way to say it. it's not gonna hold everybody. Yeah, people uh, that are on the outside of the bubble. Three hundred or so breweries just in Chicago, like yeah. city limits, maybe just under three hundred. I mean, that's and, I, and I think that like that six thousand in the in the country. Like I mean, they they the, the they, BA, they, they, um, they make it pushed out. If you're not keeping yeah. up to snuff, it's a lot. You mm-hmm. might get pushed out, and it's an unfortunate fact. But like it's it's gonna happen, and so I. But I don't think it's a bad thing. Right. I think it makes everyone cognizant of the fact that we need to continue to refine our beers, make our beers better, put out the best possible product we can. And if you don't do that, yeah, you know, either you have a fan base that is going to support you all the way through, or you're going to dwindle and eventually die. Yeah. And you know, I wish I. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but like that's kind of the direction that we've talked about for a while. You know, even a few years ago, like. I think we're at the we're at like when we were homebrewing, we're like even before we had any idea of doing our own thing, we we're like, you know, the it's gonna reach a breaking point. It's not gonna burst and everyone's gonna flounder and it's not gonna be a crash. It's just gonna be certain breweries are gonna slowly get pushed out and it's gonna be no people longer people exist. are onto your game. You're yeah. you're brewing the same beer over and over again. You're not experimenting, you're not trying yeah. out new things, you're not you're n- it, it, I hate to say following the trends because you don't want people just like, you know, being yeah. I, w- I would the say trends. Yeah. I would say instead of following trend, it'd be innovative. Flexible, I don't know. I totally respect being grounded in your roots and wanting sure. to make the beers that you grew up drinking and you want sure. to continue to drink and you want your fans to drink, but like, you should always try to make them better. Mm-hmm. And if you're like not trying to improve... And always try new things. And, and if you love a beer that you've made in its old era... Yeah. Don't be afraid to make a new era beer. Sure. And certain breweries are more open to that than others. And I don't know. See how it works out. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, I, I th- this is a, like we said, emerging style. I don't think it's going anywhere. Um, but, you know, as I still really enjoy a good Pilsner, 
you know, a good crisp German pilsner. Like, you know, I, I like enjoy. We actually we were at Mars last night. I had hold the phone. I'm gonna gra- go grab one. Continue to talk. <laughs> we, we both I have one on draft. We we He's both got one on his own draft line. Had a bottle of Chug Life by Mars. Chug Life. And like after like we, we both had like an adjunct high life, y'all. We got that Chug Life. I think we both had a hazy IPA before that, and then uh, pineapple. Scorch the palate first. A fruited like double IPA, like mango pineapple IPA, and then a fruited goza. And then I was we were just like, all right, last beer of the night. Chug sparkling, <laughs> sparkling, sparkling adjunct lager. lager. Sparkling adjunct lager. It was so good. Get, get, but the, you know. Let me give some love first of all. The, the Mars has been killing it re- recently yeah. with this style. I mean, between Overhaze and, and their revamp of uh, you know the Shypa and and uh, Citra Citra Citra. They have some really crushed good velvet. They've really done a good job. They so. have some really good talent down there. And like re- give them re- some love. And too. also get remember, like room open this week. Like yeah. all, <laughs> like I think what people forget is that at least Tim, plus a few of the other guys, like they're all homebrewers like they weren't just like guys like in a, like nothing against that but they were homebrewers yeah, always open money to back the style. And all that stuff no yeah they're just they were guys that like homebrewers brought the recipes to the pro scene why can i started. see through this beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how dare you so roger just set us yeah. down a, a see-through yeah. beer yeah. i don't know what that is i can't drink that Chris i can see Pilsner. through it thanks for the water bud no yeah. Uh, it, it, this is something that I was I I I, I found I found fascinating um, talking to and we I know we just brought him up Tom Quarter over at Penrose. Um, I had talked to a bunch of people before at the beginning stages of the podcast, and I've heard a lot of things from people saying like, "Oh, hey, look down the road, future loggers, pilsners, like it's coming back. It's kind of cycle, you know. Oh, it's hey, stonewashed jeans are cool again, type thing. Yeah, you know? it's and there. <laughs> Tom looked at me and he's. T- you guys have met Tom or spent any time with him at uh, some point? Like, not. he he looked at me and he's like, "Bullshit." I call mm-hmm. bullshit right now. I'm like, "What do you mean?" And and, and speaking of, like, they're not a company that does hazy IPAs or anything. It's not like they're well, like but they do riding sours, a train. Yeah, they, they do. They they definitely do. They do a damn good sour. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but he said, lagering tanks. Uh, you know, too cold takes too long. Like you know, it's not 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 his opinion. He's saying that. These people that are telling you that they're going to be doing these and that's their future, th- wait till they put their money where their mouth is before you start buying into it. Because no, it's, I one hundred percent agree. Just because you have to think about like any good crisp blogger is like it's. I mean, you have to. I mean, it, it's awful, but you have to think about the market, right? Like, yeah, don't get me wrong. They're, like, they're beautiful, wonderful like tasting I, I mean, beers. I live really close to Dovetail. I drink yeah, they more beer they, probably they than probably than – I probably drink more Dovetail beer than our own beer. So uh, but it's like – Ryan is holding up his Dovetail bottle opener. <laughs> yeah. <at it. laughs> but it's just like uh, – That's legit. You know, people want a you – know, they want something that – unfortunately, the not unfortunately, but the market wants, you know – a huge hot flavor. They want like huge, you know, stouts, okay. and that's cool because I like those too. But uh, to start a huge, to just do all, you know, smooth, great lagers. Like, God bless Metropolitan. God bless, you know, yeah. Dovetail. But um, I don't know how much, you know, on the retail on the shelves that that's. Uh, what, 
which you can jam yourself into. With that said, though, I think Dovetail's doing pretty well. <laughs> yeah. and they're I always they could, busy. Yeah, they can and make it. it yeah, well, I they're not packaging. And it's, well, so it's, it's, it's well, they're, no, they're doing kegs. Well, yeah. They do kegs. Uh, but, but yeah, they're, they're not doing a lot of reason. bottles of it. But it's a testament to how good their beers are. Yeah. It is. And they're doing it yeah. the traditional way. I, lo- yeah. I love they're c- fully committing yeah. to it. Yeah. They have lager tanks. Decoction mash. Um, they have a, a cool shit. Should, should we do co- That's amazing. Ooh, I want a cool shit. Where's Levi match? at when you need Ooh, a cool shit? I mean, man. But like, I love it now. Or bets. Like, they, they have kegs mm-hmm. in so many yeah, places Chris, in Chicago. Chris doing some good things. And, like, you know, for me, if, like, I was going to a shitty beer bar or a shitty bar in general, like, it used to be they'd always have Dove or uh, Daisy Cutter. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, my, right, right. if I was like, all right. Uh, like a saving grace. They don't have anything like good, a, but, um, like, like, okay, Daisy Cutter. I'll do that, yeah. I can live with that. And, like, it's, an, it's a great beer, and, like, like, I love Half Acre, and, like, I'm happy with this. But now, shit, not, but now I go into a lot of bars and, like, not be th- throw out their beer selection, but I can find a Dovetail Lager, a Dovetail Pilsner. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's I'm awesome. Not, I'm like, not only just, like, settling, but, like, this is amazing beer, and, like, I want to drink this beer so i love those guys and like their beer is fantastic and like they think they're getting the the recognition they deserve for it uh and as brent said like god bless them for like trying to do that style but they've done it so well that they've been recognized for it and like people are realizing like how good they actually are and and, like the the beer nerds love them too that's a testament how you know like they're getting a lot they're they're getting love for 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 the chicago um you know, craft beer nerd that typically drinks, you know, um, double IPA and adjunct stouts. So they're like, what, what, are, are, what, are, those what are you putting in wood <laughs> this week? Yeah. Yeah. I want to yeah, know what exactly. you're barrel aging this week. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I mean, uh, I can't wait when they release their spontaneous, spontaneous program. That's going to oh be awesome. Gosh, like, that's going to be fantastic. That was my favorite part about talking to Penrose is the passion that they spoke about spontaneous beers with and the fact that they just said, all right, let's stop fucking around talking about sours and kettle sours and that. Like, Let's talk about what an actual, literal, like wild uh, or a spontaneous beer is. That, yeah. that was something that, you know, I just knew a sour was a sour. You know, it tastes... No, and I think all all three of us at the table, um, that's like our big passion too. Yeah, like we, that's our favorite beers, like Cantillon or like so beautifully like, so like, uh, like Goose. Chris or Betts Lambic. would fit right in at this table, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Chris is a tra- <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck Chris. No. Yeah. Chris, please do my <laughs> oh, podcast. <laughs> hey, you're in Iceland. Yeah, yeah, yeah Jesus. <laughs> so don't, don't check okay. Instagram this week, guys. Transients in Iceland. Huh? <laughs> so, so, no, but so, he's so, great. Like we did initially supposed to be a sour brewery okay delve in like when we we were home brewing for a while you glossing over that fact and we were for a while we were at a lot of like festivals we did all sours yeah. we have yeah. like i have he has barrels at his place i have barrels at my place of sour beer mm-hmm. yeah. like i, love I mean that's all we that so cavalier and casual like everybody's got barrels so at well, like i still have a couple at my fi- house not 55 in, in, in line with our our in line with our trips to the east coast we came back with this you know passion for sour beers and wanting like just totally enamored by the unknown component of fermentation yeah. You know. And the, the beauty and complexity that it exactly that it yields. Yeah. So know? many variables that you can try to control, but at the end of the day, it's you know, it's almost like we're wine meets beer. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you terroir. People always said effect. that beer is made by man and wine is made by the earth, and I think sour beers is like where that middle ground Kinda is meat exactly. Sure. And I like, think that's why we loved it, and we 
did our best to kind of come up with a house or yeast profile or mix of terroir that was working well and had it in barrels and doing some awesome stuff on the homebrew scale. Like we were, I have no problem saying like it was fantastic. We were doing some great stuff, but oh, that peach. Yeah. Oh, I still I I, I remember <laughs> having one of their. I have nightmares about it. Oh man, that that was that was fantastic. And that's what we wanted to do. Really, we, like really we were like. And we love like we st- we love the hazy IPA, uh, the new era IPAs, and we love the the adjunct stouts. But our we were just totally bought into the you know wild fermentation saisons and sours and whatever you want to call them. But when it came time to figuring out what we're gonna do on the big scale, it was two things one constrained by space and if we're going to do it on the big scale we want to do it in barrels to do it right mm-hmm. and time like you know even if we didn't do it in barrels that means that we're going to be throw a, a saison in the tanks for you got to start that a year out anywhere or, from you know, two months, months to yeah. six months like exactly. it, it doesn't make sense so like that was hurdle number one which wasn't going to work hurdle number two is uh, i don't want to say this but it's true those Say beers, it. those beers don't sell. They really don't. Yeah. The like, ugly truth comes out. The ugly no. truth is that those beers, at least in the Midwest, yeah. don't. S- at least in Chicago, yeah. I'm not gonna say the Midwest general, but in Chicago, those beers don't sell. Chicago is a very specific market. They yeah. like and like. It's when you're putting a lot of money and risk and time on the line. It's like you have to move your beer and mm-hmm. like half acre and tired hands like. They're making some of the best examples, killing like yeah. killing it in that wild, funky category. Like every beer they put out is amazing. Dude, and we have some incredible sour breweries in Chicago. Like yeah, between them mm-hmm. and then I don't Unane, know if you've Afterthought. If you've had Unane, like they they deserve some love. Unane is uh, killing uh, yeah. it. They're mm-hmm. making awesome beers. Good for them because they they're doing everything. Totally dialed in the fruit IPAs program. And, yeah. and if you have not had Afterthought, Hubbard's Cave is. Legit too. If you have not had Afterthought Brewing, it like everyone's listening. It like I don't know yourself. Afterthought is that yeah. It's that's news to me. Incredible. He, he he's is brewing in the old flesh space, and he's making hill oh, okay. hill farmstead level yeah, hill farmstead level sour. Now you're you're saying words that are going to intrigue people. Yeah, you're saying hills. Yeah. Okay. So we had one of their IP, their I think Rose Hips saison. I think it was rose hips, but yeah. Anyways, put me on the spot. But (laughs) I don't remember. Like it is, it was mind-blowingly good. And the uh, owner used to uh, run a a a blog about sour beers, and you know when we were brewing, we're like, oh, you know, we read read about his reading every blog that we could find. Every blog, whatever you could, yeah. Yeah. Which one did he do? Do you remember? He he was uh, spontaneous funk. Okay, I remember like me. Reading mad yeah. fermentation. There, there, there was mad fermentation. Like embrace the funk. Embrace the funk too. Yeah. I was yeah. part yeah. of embrace so the funk. Embrace the funk is yeah, now Yazoo. The three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, embrace the funk guy is from Nashville. And right. Yeah. He uh, he yeah. did um, mad mad. So embrace Devin the funk. Yeah. Right? It's crazy what they've all done. So embrace the funk was Yazoo. Yeah. In right. Nashville. Right. Ma- mad fermentation is Levi Funk. He's the guy that never cool ship. He never had a cool ship. Right. Well, he had he had a blog. He did. He's a Madison guy though. Right. Yeah. He's a Madison guy. He had a blog on his own brewery. He had okay. Okay. Not a general like not a general blog, but he had a blog like on his brewery website. Okay. Uh. 
Mad Fermentation is was the consultant for Modern Times. Modern Times, yeah. And well, now he's starting his brewery. Now he's doing Sapwood Cellars. Yes. With uh, the dude from. Uh, they're going to be big. Uh, not Brewlosophy. Uh, 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 <laughs> put him on the spot. Uh, it's a really good uh, one of the. It's a Janish. It, it basically, Janish. basically. Oh, Janish or Janish. Yeah. Scott. 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 Yeah. Scott Janish. So basically. Uh, a sour kind of hoppy guy with yeah. this guy who's done every experiment in terms awesome. of hazy IPAs. Yeah, yeah. Open ha- Sapwood Cellars. Right? Or uh, somewhere. somewhere out there. Somewhere East Coast. And then real quick, I don't wanna I don't wanna take you guys out of your flow. I'm gonna go with a quick Facebook live while you're talking, so just keep going. Go for I it. just don't want you to be alarmed while I'm like yeah. sticking <laughs> the camera in your face. Of course. Uh, right, man, but yeah ahead. like I man, I learned so much but, on but those then, But then yeah. uh, uh, spontaneous funk is yeah. the guy from Afterthought. Okay. And he's like he has a a one barrel brew house brewing into the thirty gallon barrels. Very cool. And I've had three of his beers and they've every single one has been spot on, perfect, clean, perfectly funky, perfectly tart, nailing like, you know, the the botanicals that he's adding to it, like just mm-hmm. killing it. Uh with that said, like He's been around for over a year, and yeah, like there's not a lot of buzz. Yeah, not like a lot of buzz he, for him. He deserves like, buzz. He deserves uh, buzz. Unfortunately, uh, he's, he's not even he, an afterthought. Like, he, like he, it's, he, it's just he unfortunate. Not he's afterthought. not making yeah. some of the best beers in yeah. the Chicago. Right. He's making some of the best yes. beers in the country. Like, he should not live up to his name. He should yeah, not be exa- an afterthought. That, yeah, that, that was yeah. what I was going yeah, for. Like, if if there's a brewer I expect the most in Chicago, it's him. Because he is doing amazing stuff, and cool. Like, so I just hope he continues to. People like, should keep their eye out for that, you know. Like, yeah, man, like he's at the beer cellar. That's the only place he distributes to right now. Kay. Is the beer cellar. So if you want, shout out to it, the beer cellar. Go to the beer right. cellar. Buy is bottles of Afterthought. Out. Is that a conscious decision based on size, or is that something that's just probably like size? Eh, probably size. Yeah. I mean, okay. so uh, well, from, he probably doesn't want to drive around the so city. So from too. what <laughs> I know of him, he was a he was a lawyer. Want to Saint Aaron it? He was a lawyer in D.C. and he moved to Chicago. I think he's still a lawyer now, and this is like kind of a a, a quote unquote side project for him. You guys are killing me because I'm. What, what, what did you call it? A what? Quote unquote. <laughs> I said. I said quote. Project. I said quote unquote. He was leaving Corey King out of the quotes. <laughs> yeah. And I'm looking at this from my perspective. I'm. I've talked to doctors, chemical engineers, and now you're talking about lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy I'm interviewing in two weeks is going to be a uh, Wall Street guy. Well, not a Wall Street, but a Chicago uh, mercantile trade trader. You know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's very interesting that to see where the this world comes from. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I apologize uh, if anybody's listening right now. I'm literally holding up a Facebook Live post right now with these guys, <laughs> putting them on the spot. So, so uh, you guys talked a little bit a bit a little bit about um, the whole hazy trend and and the other the other trend would be the big Russian imperial stouts, right? So yeah, I mean, I w- so I mean, I think there's always like. Everyone's always loved stout, right? Dare we like say pastry stout? Pastry Dare we say pastry stout? It's less stout? Russian imperial, it's right? So There's no bitterness so in dirty these, right? so I, 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 I heard a term the other day, which I really enjoyed, um, by a major well-known pastry stout brewery in the States. I'll sit out of Florida. You can probably <laughs> film the dots. But they started labeling a lot of those beers as imperial dessert 
Ale stouts. <laughs> <laughs> That's even more confusing. Or sorry, sorry, I'm not even sure stout. I think, I think like it's dessert it's stout. Imperial dessert ales. Okay. Ales, ales. Okay. The Imperial right. dessert ales. Okay. Like, well, it's right. it's, it's kind of what they are. That's fair. At least we know it's not a lager. I'll be honest. Like you know, like like. We're making these beers now, like you know, the one we just came out, Puncher's Chance, cinnamon vanilla, like mm-hmm. it's a ten percent beer. It's awesome, and like we're happy with it. But like, I could not do a bomber that myself. Right. If I did, I would a have diabetes, diabetes, no. and <laughs> it's, it's not diabetes. Diabetes. It's a sharing beer. It's a sharing beer. Yeah, and, and it's meant to you know yeah. small quantity enjoy it exactly. You know? Um, Which I think there's a place for that, and I'm sure. not ashamed of making that beer. And that's a beer like I like to drink, because I yeah. got into beer through beer shares and like, yeah. it w- or beer festivals and beer shares and having a uh, three ounces or four ounces of an amazing in your face mm-hmm. like on a bashful flavorful stout was right. what I loved. I think but the key is to just not make it syrup. Yeah, like, don't yeah. don't like. Find balance. Like there's find, a s- there, find like your balance. Balance is yeah. like a very <laughs> it's a tough word yeah, for that style. I mean, well, it's hard to be, but well, for every you, beer should what, be balanced, what, what right? Sweet is like yeah. I'm like personally like I don't like super sweet stuff. Like right. you know so certain things like in food and drink. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sensitive to over sweetness. You might be in the minority though. <laughs> I However, think the I majority am. of no, people no, do uh, like undoubtedly. Right. I am in the minority right. because like. You know, just in I general. read like this is great, and I'm like, no, this was like way too sweet for mm-hmm. me. Like, and anything outside of like anything outside of what should be a dessert, like if it's too sweet, uh, yeah. But so that's kind of like what we're struggling, like not yeah. struggling with, but that's what we're like. We wanted to make Trying just to sweet enough, yeah, to accentuate. Like, you know, if it was a super dry beer and had a ton of vanilla and cinnamon in it. It wouldn't work. It has mm-hmm. to have some sweetness to bring those There'd flavors. There'd be a clash out. with those flavors. Exactly. And I think right. as technically as brewers, um, right. even when we're making these these giant imperial stouts, we're making these triple IPAs, we are trying to achieve a balance of flavor or, or sweetness or yeah. mouthfeel or you know because that does like mouthfeels. It's it's huge, a big huge, right? I mean, right? That's, that's what we talk about all the time. Is like. Be it our IPAs or our style, it's like mouthfeel. It's part but of the experience now. And I mean, so many variables yeah, of yeah. trying to achieve that, whether it be carbonation or it's a whole lot grain of pills yeah. or, or, or or even adjuncts, because mm-hmm. adjuncts contribute to mouthfeel. So it's sure. Like and that's you know these are a lot of these beers are adjunct heavy. Yeah. You know the, the, these styles that we we both make. You know, um, but yeah, it's you know just like any beer. I mean that that's kind of the commonality of these. Uh, Imperial stouts, these hazy new era, um, or pilsners. Like we're all trying to achieve a balance, you know, drinkability. Um, yeah, yeah, ours might be like an amped up balance, you know, like ours ours go to eleven. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it's like we talk about it, like when you know we're tapping the, the, the pilsner, like mm-hmm. like the 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 carb has something to do with like sure the mouthfeel of the like yeah it's, imp- it's like an underrated component of the beer is yeah. how carved it is we'll, like we'll, we'll be testing a beer and we'll be like oh man it's just a little under carb we'll yeah. bump it up a little bit and be like there it is it, we hit that spot it, it like there you go brightens it up yep. it like particularly like a pilsner like and you know 
it's nice to brew here because we get to brew some different styles, yeah. such as play a little bit. Yeah, being a brew pub. Yeah, we get a little bit. So to do the St. Aaron's. God, I wish the kitchen was open right now. (laughs) (laughs) Throw in a pizza. (laughs) Get a burger. But, yeah, I mean, that's, those are the interesting things. You you really don't, I mean, that's a huge part of brewing, too, is like, you know, we carb our stouts a little bit lower because it gives a little more mouthfeel to them. Mm -hmm. We ramp those up, like, to what we did with our IPAs. It would be like, it would cut some of the mouthfeel. Or in the IPAs, like yeah, we we, we definitely it's same with the IPAs. We, we don't. <laughs> They're lower than yeah. Traditional carb or, or talking about like let's say bittering per se, right? We 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 don't traditionally bitter like uh, West Coast. We do a little less, but we don't do too little, or else it would be too sweet to be exactly. unbalanced. So it's just uh, achieving a balance, which well, which achieves drinkability. I'm sitting here drinking the corridor um, that that was your what pilsner? The pilsner, yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Good old curve. I want to stare. I want to stare at you <laughs> with that. That's so great. How great is that show? Seriously. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> big um, yeah. <laughs> big, big fan. Huge, huge, huge. That's <laughs> biggest fan. I'm the biggest fan of that show that's ever lived. Yeah. But, but no, that that I wasn't expecting what I got when I start when you when you poured the pilsner for all of us. I thought, all right, we're gonna let me get a pilsner. Yeah, I'm gonna pilsner. get a nice, clear, clean thing. But it had more complexity and more flavor to it than I expected yeah, to get good. out of that. Yeah, yeah that's why. what we try, and, and it's a good like kind of palate cleanser too. Like when mm-hmm. we're drinking these, like uh, you know, we're trying these these big yeah. big imperial stouts and these like aggressively hopped beers. It's it's nice to have something crisp and wash your. We and squash pellet out a little bit. like big follower beers. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Say that again? <laughs> I said these big follower beers. Well, explain that. Explain what you mean no, when you say... No, I was just following the trend. Dude, shit, shit on the people. Who cares? Let's go. To, <laughs> oh, no, shit on myself. No, no, no. It's not the, the, but explain uh, what you mean by that when you say the big follower beers. I mean... That, I was kidding. It's I was the just untapped following, the, like the, the big, lining you know, up for, like... like what to me, ever, it's the hazy IPA wants, and the Russian you know, Imperial Stout. That's what we're lining up for. Yeah. Like that's what that that's what people yeah. are waiting on. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. an extra couple hours for like that. Yeah. That it's, there's no reason there's no reason you shouldn't be able to say that. Like it's not that it's a bad no, beer. I, I'm, just, I'm you know, kidding. Uh, no, I in get the, it. In the sense of like, we love these beers. Yeah. So it's, it's not like not you like, like I'm them not too. Like I love these beers. Like it's not. If you had time to wait in line for them, you would. But you're busy self-distributing. Puncher's chance. Uh, yeah, and we, no one's waiting in line. We, we used to. Yeah, I but mean, we still yeah. somewhat. It's not that okay, big a deal. You uh, say no one's waiting in line for them. Like, like, sure, that's true in a sense. But at the same time, like on the scale that you're at and the way you're, you, the way you're distributing, like people are kind of waiting in line for it. The people, like, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know how much uh, in tune you are um, with the other side of the. The, the the other side of the 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 bar but you know mm-hmm. for guys like uh, like me and and other guys that are seeking beers like when St. Arant uh, St. Aaron St. Arant whatever you want to call it posts something people are watching you know like people are looking for it and people are going they're calling Iron and Glass at three o'clock in the afternoon. Are, are you guys getting that today or is that coming in on Thursday? Is that is that coming in tomorrow or are you guys getting that right now? Like it. it I know you guys don't realize people are kind of lining up for your beer. I mean, it doesn't mean that, like, everything's going to be sold out the minute that it comes into the ironing glass or comes into the open bottle and that. But, yeah, people are watching. I mean, 
Yeah, we got him standing up. We're trying to rotate in and out. We got Ryan coming in, sitting down. Pee break. Yeah. Sitting in boots. Boots are always like rotational. Too much mosaic monsoon. Which yeah. is, if you have it's a good beer to have. Is that the softest beer you've ever had? Yeah. I mean, it's this soft. It's like, like it's got this mouth feel. Roger, I like that one a lot. That's Ta- that's, that's, that's get, my favorite. Get a one. quick filibuster on on it's, so, it's yeah. your beer because I'm I'm just I'm just saying not everybody that downloads this sure, is going to sure, know yeah. what's on your menu. Yeah. So currently we have uh, we have two uh, well double dry hopped IPAs. That, yeah. That's what I call. We them. won't say hazy, yes. but they say they, double. They are very hazy. Hey, hey, new era. Oh, sorry, new era. That new era. Hey, we're we're gonna hashtag that. Yeah. Like hashtag new era. New era. Yeah. We We're still starting the revolution tonight, guys. We, we classify double dry hopped on the on the menu on our board, so we'll, we'll go. I will go off of that. Um, so we have a mosaic monsoon and a mystic fog. Mosaic monsoon is a uh, double dry hop IPA, seven percent, and it's a hundred percent mosaic hops. Um, it's a blend of regular mosaic. Pellets What's that? Did you say 100%? 100%. That's a lot of is, is percents. Cr- um, and also Mosaic Cryo. So it's a blend of the, the yeah, two. So. Buddy. The, the Cryo, I, I've really been having fun with the, the Cryo. Um, and for people that don't know what Cryo hops are, they're uh, cryogenically separated uh Hops. For what the, did we figure out? So it, it used to be shit that was thrown away. Right. So when they it pro- was a so when they process hops, you know, process hops start as a cone, and they basically grind them up and process them into pellets. And if people don't know what pellets are, it looks like rabbit food. Yeah. Just Th- they're like green, the like green little, pe- little pellets. pellets yeah. Like what you would feed your gerbil or hamster. If you've never home brewed, yeah. just. Get an opportunity to get those in your hands and just yeah. kind of smell. They the smell shit wonderful. Out of them. Rub them oh, in your yeah. hand. They're, they're great. Yeah. But You'll instantly start to taste them the next so time you drink a but during, IPA. During the during the processing of hops, a lot of the stuff collects on the side of these machines, and before that was just thrown away. But what they started realizing is that, wait a minute. This is all the oils. This is all the flavor. Because think about it. Like, whatever has the most oils is going to collect the most amount of dust. That's what Snoop Dogg uh, calls the good good. Yeah. The yeah. good good. Yeah, the good, good, good. The, the good good. The hashy hash. So this good good is it's it is you get the and, but, raw element but of the hops. There's which very is awesome. limited amount of it. It's probably out of all the production of hops, if you're processing them into pellets, you probably get, you know, say you put in 100 pounds into your machine, you're probably getting maybe what, a pound, two pounds of cryo. Right, it's very small, and yeah, it's for that the 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 price is elevated. I tried to pick Roger's brain about yeah. this before we started about the cryo versus the basic version of yeah. like a Citra hop or something. Like, I'm I'm not there yet. But I'm, it's not, I'm not on the level yeah, but yet. But it's so. Well, con- I don't think it, like any it, of us are really. It, it is. No, <laughs> exactly. It is what so yeah. raw, so concentrated, so. Incre- I I always say like incredibly yeah. intense that like. You get the, the, the stripped-down version uh, of that hop. The, so. Yeah, and the people have, that have kind of experimented with it have the shown that. The acoustic version like of the hop. Ba- it ba- is, yeah, ba- but it's like the acoustic, like, yeah. amplified. Up to 12. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the general rule of thumb is that one pound of cryo hops is equal to two pounds of regular hops. So it's it's twice as potent, per se. But 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 there's, like... An it's ad- a different quality yeah, to ex- it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's, an, like, you get that same amount of flavor, but the... Greener type of flavor you get is so much more yes. intense than just two. It's a different flavor, and 
That's yeah. why I love Mosaic Monsoon so it is. maybe maybe why, but it's, it's one of the most dank, intense It's certainly part of it. Mosaic so, IPAs are ever like it's incredible. Thank you. Thank um, you, man. Like like that beer is awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah. As uh, Roger strokes his beard in yeah. delight. Yeah, no, no. I'll, I, I'll, I'll stroke his beard for him. <laughs> know, right? Like that beer is that good. Well, <laughs> it is seriously well, that. It's so, a, wait, can you talk about how soft it is? It's, it's, it's delicately it's the soft. It's the, the, the the beard or the beer? Yeah, yeah. Bo- both. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's not discerning. <laughs> yeah. Either one. He uses um, that horse's mane shampoo in there, and man. <laughs> no, it's fun. Um, I've been I've been having a lot of fun. Uh, at, at first, I was really turned off with with cryo i think i was telling joe earlier before the podcast um it used to come in this powder also <laughs> known as lupulin powder and as that brewers happened. yeah um w- there was no way to incorporate in the beer so w- when we dry hop the beer we, we normally put it in, in the top and it incorporates the beer and so every time i use a, a couple times i use a lupulin powder it would just sit on the top it wouldn't integrate in the beer um so it was just a nightmare to use on a what did you uh try to integrate it well, so we did what the the <laughs> manufacturers told us to do. Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep your secrets too. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. Yeah, secret. so no. so it was. Um, yeah, <laughs> go through a uh, recirculation oh, yeah. process. So you recirculate it through a oh, pump. Yeah. Through yeah, a pump. Like you're pretending like you're through pretending a pump. Like you don't know. <laughs> I, I yeah. knew this. Answer. Oh yeah, is there a pump? Is there a pump involved? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of the yeah. heard of this process. This yeah. Yeah, and you know what? So uh, we had some horror stories where it, it, we just like stripped these hops and I, I blended it with pellet hops and, and got these really like grassy vegetal notes that never went away. So I was like really against it, you know, just shied away from it, never had a good experience until they started pelletizing it um, just like normal pellet hops. So super concentrated cryo pellet hops. Um, and they're they're just awesome. You, you get a different quality. Um, you, you still use regular hops you blend them but it's just another dimension in these hoppy beers you know like we're we're using all these quote-unquote sexy hops but there's only so many that you could do you know get your there's only galaxy s- you know certain like number who are th- that are really sexy that really super sexy yeah. like ten. <laughs> some that are like ten. some yeah. th- some that are like the sexy sexy groups hangers on I, yeah. i'd say the comparison is is, is southport <laughs> yoga pants Oh, that's a ten. Oh, well, with your, uh, locationally yeah. appropriate. Well, yes. with, with your window, with your window display. Yes. You, yeah. guys, you, you know, know neighbors. Yes. You got you guys. Hundred dollar yoga pants. pants. <laughs> and and yes. I, 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 we love our neighborhood. And I, I know I used to live yeah. a block away. And we yeah. love our neighborhood. Yeah, it's, yeah. we, uh, we, we pay homage to them in some beer names. It's, it's, oh it's yeah, good. it's very. There's a new. There's a new one next door. I just. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we have one. <laughs> we, we we had a blind ale that we just called a uh, Fro Yoga Cafe. Ooh, so that's, <laughs> that's that's wait, wait, the, the new uh, building on Southport. There's Froyo on Southport now. Where? Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah, this. I, a I frozen look. yogurt yoga studio cafe. Where, where's oh, the Froyo? Oh, really? Yeah. Both? Yes. They, they do both. All is, of it, it. is it north or south? Um, it's both. At north <laughs> and south. <laughs> wow. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Oh wow. Pro it's awesome. You got to check it out. Pro right. right. North. Yeah. It's right. awesome. Also, congratulations for you for your engagement and uh, <laughs> <laughs> no Froyo for you. Yeah. Oh no, I'm good with Froyo. Just the fiance. It's she's, just a Froyo. She's, she's not a Froyo person. No, she loves Froyo, but oh, yeah, she's, she's she puts on, pounds on me. She's on <laughs> wedding diet now, so you know. yes, she's on <laughs> the imperial wedding diet. Now into yeah. totally angry all the time mode for the next eighteen months. It's gonna be so much. Fun. Good luck to you, sir. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, seriously, it'll be great. Best, best decision you ever made. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, beer. Yeah, and beer. <laughs> so, what's the future hold, guys? I mean, what, uh, let's start with you, Roger. Uh, yeah. What What else do you do with the space? I mean, I, I'm, most of the people that are going to listen, they, they may know you a little bit. Uh, but talk about what what else what else goes on here besides literally handing them beer over the counter. Yeah, sure. So, um, we've kind of maxed out our space um <laughs> but you know our, let's say like our, our goals for the next year um we're, we're definitely gonna compound on our our hazy program so i, I want to definitely have the fact that if people come here there should be at least two or three on on tap all the time which that, that's my goal um also have a couple more brands that we're releasing in in four packs and 16 ounce pack and 16 ounce so how cans. are you approaching that canning so we, we have um, we, we we purchased a canner actually Spitefold's old uh, two head filler. It's a, a manual filler. Um, very Where labor in God's intensive. name are you putting that here? Yeah, I know. Like, Isn't that crazy? <laughs> so it's a whole production. Um, me and Brent and and another guy pull it off on. Uh, it's, you know, it's it's doable. It's I mean, doable. Okay, wait a minute. So squeeze it canning hundred. 100 cases, right? You guys do about 100 cases. Wait, not even 100 cases. We do 104 oh. packs. 104 even packs. Than okay, that, yeah. so when you do 104 packs, that every happens here it happens, on your own canner? It happens canner? on premise, and every s- every single can is hand filled by us. What? Every single one. I can imagine I touch that you're, you're touching all of them. But like, every single one. But you guys are actually doing that on your own fingers. small canning line. And that's yes, yeah. No, we, actually, we own a. We own a I honestly assume like you had brought in like a mobile canner. No, and you helped no. Out. Uh, we okay. talked about it. We Jesus. have no room for mobile canning. I guess that makes sense that you're doing 104 yeah. packs. Then. And, uh, yes, uh, and I think uh, I was uh, like I've been talking with a lot of people that do mobile canning. Um, there's there's a minimum to it. So like yeah. you can only do and like 10, 15 barrels in one run. Um, so that that's just not feasible for us. That's a whole tank, and you know we we only we only have six tanks, and we have we have to keep beer on draft. So it, it's, it's 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 a logistics thing that we we have to play around. But um, we're making it work, man. Yeah, and we're having a good time, and uh, we're just going to continue making beer um, and continue on um, you know making doing new styles and having fun with it. So and the, I see the funny thing is my introduction to real production <laughs> brewery was walking down to spiteful and helping them can mm-hmm. like popping plastic uh toppers on there this no yeah. seriously oh like you know i was a home home brewing and yeah. spiteful like the spiteful guys live down hand, spite, on the old spiteful down in the basement on berto was down the road for me and brad and jason you know you know it was just them did you guys ever let a and local podcaster come in and help you with can <laughs> beer? Because I feel like I want to be a part of that. That's the we will welcome <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. We need I, all I, the I help. I will be yeah. happy yeah. to slap. Roger and I will be in the back drinking beer. If you can like yeah. run that can yeah. line. If anything happens, you yeah. can call us. Let us know. You can yeah, scream and we'll run out. I'll text. Yeah. It's cool. But I'm that's new age. That's the nitty gritty, yeah. unsexy part of so many craft beers. like So existence. Like, you know, transient. Like, pig mines are like one of like my very good friends people that got me into craft beer and in the industry like in the first place like they built their own bottling line like we're talking out of like you know yeah. two, well, that's uh, two by two, two by fours as the frame with just like you know PVC piping that they bracketed themselves and valves that they bought off of Home Depot to fill in that the, was like, that, that, the was, bottles. Like, that was like that's the that's what Garrett 
you know, that's what the guys from Pipeworks Pipeworks, started. Spiteful, Transient, Pigmines, like 18th Street. Like, those were the, the, I mean, like, those are the guys who started in in Chicago. And and some of those guys are still using those systems. Sure. Those little forehead counter pressure fillers. (laughs) Yeah. I sat there. I I sat there. Two head. Like, two head. Oh, two head. Oh. Well, Pigmines is advanced. They have two times two 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 okay, two so heads. You get a four yeah. pack. Two heads. You get a four pack. Yeah. Yeah. Sitting there, there like yeah. watching Brad from Spiteful run that fucking machine is like oh god, that was impressive. And like, then, like, and like now I know his pain. Like, <laughs> yeah, but I mean like and then the like, old homebrew uh, capper. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. they didn't they didn't yeah. have the wing capper, but they had like, yeah, the, the, the the bench capper. Oh, yeah. the, the, the plastic three oh, yeah. station like boom boom boom. Yeah. Forty five dollar bench capper. Oh yeah, you could adjust off of the tear your rotator cuff after like eight hours of that. But it's impressive like you like. I remember I when I bought one of those as a home brewer and I brought it over to Brent's place and we were cap. Oh yeah, it was like. Fuck the wing cap. We're like, dude, we're pros now. We dude, got the bench. We're cap. on it. We we're done came it. up. Yeah. <laughs> we done came up. $20 more. Look at us. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. But then it was like, holy All these shit. suckers like, using the wing cap. <laughs> like, go to Spiteful now, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, look what? at this. Like, yeah. They are a huge, beautiful brewery Or now, Pipeworks. Like. I remember when they were like, yeah. slinging beer out of, on yeah, Bucktown, yeah. man. Now they have like a giant like. I like, went there a couple of times. Like, we know not a whole bunch of times, but like a couple of times I helped them a bottle. The dojo. And it's like, yeah. dojo. But, but back in the day, the like back the you know, new Jeff fa- and Nick were on the line and I was like, mm. the new like, facility. Like, was was Nick, Nick part-time? Part-time. I was like in awe. I'm like, you know what? Like those guys like fucking like forged the path. Like, yeah, they did. They're <laughs> awesome, dude. Like, totally. They were our everything Rosa about Parks. like we we, we give them no, shit. They, 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 they we, we, we give them shit now though because like no. yeah, they're working hard, like working really hard. But from what they came from, we go in there and we're like, hey, yeah. are your like finger muscles like four <laughs> times as big now? Because like <laughs> you know, like you know, mega it, finger now, muscles. Now it's just like all right, grain in. Push your button. Yeah. <laughs> Grain out. Push, push your button. button. Transfer. Yeah, push your button. Clean your mash ton. Push your button. Wait, what? <laughs> that, that happens too? But all I can say <laughs> is Clean like, your mash ton? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got like five like spray balls across your mash Hell ton. Hell, yes. Like, Water rakes. Like, yeah. This thing Grain is down out. to a science. It's like, like back when you were Forbidden Root. Yeah, it was a nice like, system. I mean, yeah. spoiled Roger. Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing? Nothing. No, like, no. But it's funny Do though. Do we have beer left? I'm sorry. Yeah, those, I'm yeah. digging around. I mean, our table. plenty of beer left. But I mean, yeah. Pipeworks like they they paved I mean, the way. They they, they really did. did. I, I remember like uh, man, they, they like talk about like I don't know the, they their hype. I remember yeah. like Citra Ninja came out like they were the guys that made get craft that, beer man. cool in Chicago. They did. They did. They had yeah. the cool art, the cool yeah. bottles. You had to get every Pipeworks beer yeah. that came out. And then they yeah. busted their balls. They did. Like, they worked did their like, asses like, off. I'll yeah. be. I'll be one hundred percent. Times I was like, holy and, shit! And like, their beers were great, and yeah. they still are great, and sure. they're continuing to make great beers, yeah. and they're making different beers, and they're. Yeah. And working with people across the country to like doing cool shit like yes. the, the stuff it like you know with like fucking run the jewels like yeah <laughs> I mean and yeah. their 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 barrel age program oh god oh holy shit like Jones uh, Dog Encore like Jones all Dog's I don't amazing. care I love who beer. you are where I love you're from uh, so P- Pipeworks Barrel Age program especially their fantastic put them against any barrel age beer in the country sure. and they're gonna be 
I took I took Top the, I took yeah. the lady out one night to uh, Sovereign in Plainfield, and they had uh, a, a special barrel aged encore, and and mm-hmm. it was ten bucks, uh, you know, nine ten ounces. Holy shit, that beer changed my life. Oh yeah, I ch- I, I tasted it and I was like, are you? fucking kidding me right yeah. now. Yeah. And the waitress, you know, the waitress was like sleeved up from fucking wrist to shoulder and she was just like, you like that one? That's my favorite too. And I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's a kindergarten teacher at a Catholic school. She's <laughs> like, she's drinking it. She's like, this is the best beer I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> you know? no, they're, they're, they're really killing it. It's so yeah. good to see like the, a and good the barrel program. And strong Mike. Well, and great not, people. Yes. Not just, yeah. Yeah. Not just Love Pipers. Like, yeah. Uh, every, right. every person. Well, They've gotten a lot bigger than what they used to be, but yeah, I don't know a lot. Yeah. I don't know a lot of the people <laughs> like now, but the core people I, I yeah, used to know exactly. every single person at Pipeworks. Yeah. Now, now they have like Garrett, eighty right? employees, yeah. right? Exactly. Now I know like ten of them, but exactly. But Strong Mike has always he's been the master of barrels, the master of barrels, and continue to be the master of barrels. And yeah, he's awesome. My God, he's doing it well, and he's so approachable. Like uh, last time I saw him, he was like drinking at Beer Temple, and I was like yeah. right next to him. Yeah. And we're like, we're like, oh, hey, Mike. <laughs> and we like chatted like, for like an hour I'm going to talk to him. Yeah. I'm going to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. we're. Yeah. I'm going in, guys. Going in. <laughs> yeah, no, they're like, you know, they're, they're home brewers. Like, they're like yeah. they respect the hustle. <laughs> yeah. guys, uh, they do. Like and, and they're bringing in the best people. Mm-hmm. Like, now they have Claudia, who... Um, head brewer temperance. temperance. So she started as a brewer at Goose Island. Yeah. She's um, been through some shit, and then <laughs> for a long time, then she was the head brewer at Temperance for a long time, and now she's uh, quality control QC at uh, Pipeworks, mm-hmm. and like they got the right people there. And, and who's been like to us, just like the nicest person oh in the world? Like, just yeah. offer it, like, oh, if you need help with anything, or like it's the best part that, about this whole industry, and beyond, like, and that's why we're so grateful to be in Chicago, yes. and like you know, like I'm from a small town and border of illinois and wisconsin like lived here for seven years now and i'm just like ah sometimes i'm like ah, fuck chicago damn parking tickets <laughs> you know I'm traffic right and now stupid no. property taxes Potholes. but like so you know in, in, in terms of this industry like you can't ask for a better place thanks, rom. you yeah, have thanks for a rom i mean from starting from the very basics with east and omega being in our backyard and being able to get whatever we want and talk to them whenever we want and being like oh Last minute, can we pick up yeast and pick it up tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, sure. Like sure, it, why not? Yeah. No, we have a fantastic community, and that that was like yeah. another reason why I really wanted to pursue a career yeah. in this, especially in in this in Chicago. Um, man, what a great community we have! It's, We're it's lucky incredible. to be with a lot of great people and see yeah. them on a regular basis. Like when we do beer fests, or you know, it's and everyone it's cool grows everyone. off of each other. Yeah. And like I so. like idea will start with someone, and then it just bounces to everyone else, and yeah. boom, like. It works. Can it's I take a minute to just toss some rose petals? I mean, w- I got a table in front of me littered with some of the best beers on the planet, and then also <laughs> your guys' beers uh, alongside of it. And I'm sitting here drinking some of the best beers I've ever had that are literally pouring out of taps in your local area. And, and I know St. Aaron is, is still working their way up to facility and more production and kegs and all that stuff. But, I mean, Contrapasso and, and this new Puncher's Chance, which – I mean, by the time this comes out, a couple more people have had it. But in two weeks, when everybody's got a chance to kind of buy a bottle of, uh, of Puncher's Chance, it's just going to keep furthering the lore that I'm seeing on every message board and Facebook post. And people are getting shocked every time they open a beer from you guys. So 
Good, it, man. It, it's it's amazing, and uh, like like I've told you, Roger, my my dear friend Mike Maxwell is a a, a regular local here, and he keeps bringing me crawlers every Thanks, chance Mike. he gets. Yeah, we appreciate uh, it, man. We really Mike, do. We Mike really is do. simultaneously texting me as I'm sending him pictures from what <laughs> we're doing right now. He's going, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> He's like, "Mother, motherfucking Hillstead!" While you're sitting there talking to the, my favorite, uh, you know, hazy beer maker, like that kind of thing. So, so y- you guys are doing something right here, and and it's it's really showing. I mean, uh, the thing I'm taking away from all this, and and I've told you guys before I started before we started recording, uh, you know, um, you guys will be the 17th episode I think of the podcast, and I've only been doing it since December. I mean, dudes in Chicago that are brewing beer are willing to talk. They're 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 saying yes, and and whether it be for exposure or just because they don't give a shit and they want to talk, um, it's really helped me out a lot. So I'm getting a chance to sit down and try all these beers and stuff, and you guys are. 100% at the top of the game uh, between both of you, especially when it comes to. Uh, do we not use the word hazy? New age. <laughs> new, new age. New era. New era. New, new hazy. era. Yeah. Hazy. They're hazy. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with fine. hazy. Yeah. I've come to term with me, hazy. Hashtag Roger. I've hashtag come, new I've era. come to term with hazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to label my beers hazy. But I've I can okay, I, I, refer I refer to them as hazy. Okay. And I, exactly. I will. Fuzzy bridges. I will. Yeah. I, will uh, I we we mark them as double dry hop. Yes. Squeeze it, fuzzy but bridges. Take your leavers. We will uh, never uh, put New England on our labels. We haven't either, and that yeah. we yeah. So, yeah. whatever. Ever. But if you want to, it's cool. I respect it's the inspiration. It's all that's where I'll yeah. freely admit that's where it came from. But yeah. to, us, to us, limp it, over it's, there, Brent. it's an IPA. <laughs> yeah, you're getting super <laughs> limp. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's like it it is an IPA. So it's just a different style, like. Uh, Does right. every type of saison say, right? Try to, you know, have a determinant of what type of saison they are. No, it says it's saison. Generally, yeah. generally, and that's term. fine. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to. Not a big it. fan of saisons. Two point four. Yeah, exactly. I know that's not a real rating on Untap, but you yeah. yeah. You drink two saisons. Today. Meh. Don't Meh. Care. Don't care for <laughs> sours. <laughs> Meh. 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 <laughs> Every every beer that we put out at quarter, I just log in and put meh. <laughs> he does. It's true. That's a fact. So meh. sometimes he changes the name. Meh. It's pretty I don't. Funny. I don't want to put St. Aaron on on on, uh, on the spot, but uh, time. Do you have timeline for pote- potential production of your own, or so big just scale up? Yeah, anything no. Big steps for us. We've actually started considering looking at spaces. Yeah, that's like that's like the big <laughs> first step. Is we're like considering, considering looking, at spaces. looking at spaces. So we're moving. You know, we're gonna move and be in cans. So that's like a big step. And then the next step Dudes is love cans. Yeah. So yeah. we want cans are better cans. for some but, reason. But we want to have our own space, and so like from everyone in the industry has told us is. Once you start looking at spaces and get serious about it, it's a year. Assume at least. Or. Assume at least eighteen months. The good and thing so is we like have like right a GC is yeah, friend. So don't put. Yeah. So yeah okay. Yeah. We it. have a friend who's a general contractor, so who's built out a brewery before in his past. So mm. we haven't talked to him uh, yet about it, but <laughs> but at least you know we. So, but. I, like I I I think right now I'm already uh, excited. I've went to from six to midnight like an hour. <laughs> ago, so I, I, I think it's right a lot now, of that going on. I think right now uh, an appropriate estimate is with big tildes in front of it, eighteen months. Yeah, but yeah. well, I th- I think that's acceptable. I mean, yeah. you know, the w- what you g- if you guys keep doing what you're doing now in the meantime, I think people would be very happy with what's happening. So, 
I mean, I that was that. That's always been our mindset. It's like to like you know make really good beer and continue to expand that and put it in obviously formats that people want and. Mm-hmm. You know, like but when formats, we d- the formats that we want too. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll be honest, like there's a form of narcissism. We, we, I would, I would like to like, I'd like to be at home watching television and crack a can. We package our beers and you know, we we take our first case and our last case because like we don't want to put those out. You know, there's just variables associated with that type of like that first case and last case period of packaging and like I'll be home like all right, cool, I got. You know, ten bottles of our recent IPA. But like, I don't want to crack a seven fifty of IPA yeah, right yeah. now. Like, but I, I do. Yeah. But but I do. Sixteen ounces, but kind sixteen of ounces, perfect like format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a pint. Yeah, it's a it's perfect. Exactly. You know? So there's a reason for it. Yeah, so. yeah. We're going to pint bottles. Oh. Yes. No. Wait, what? <laughs> no. No. no glass. That's no. not. A, that's not acceptable. The anti-glass no. movement, that, right? No. Isn't that the? No, I'm not. I'm not. The, the glass lobby needs to step up. Because <laughs> they glass, really fucked the up. glass lobbyists. Yeah, where really are they? Like Where's their money? Where's yeah, their really big the glass, glass money? Lobby big oil really keeps fucked fucking up. us no. big time. And big, I, big I, glasses really dropped the ball. Yeah, man. <laughs> where have they got? Compared to big aluminum. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, they're entrenched. Because, honestly, like, uh, you know, you, you could have a lot of, uh, you could purge a lot of oxygen from bottles and have really high quality beer i mean shoot uh russian river does it right so yeah. uh plenty three months later great beer yeah it's still fresh <laughs> yeah so it really doesn't have to do with the format it really has to do with the process yeah uh, but that said yeah i'm gonna put this guy on entirely on you guys to 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 follow up on but this is just me s- strictly observing and sitting here before we started the podcast. I feel like you guys were kind of working together to show each other a video of something that was happening at the microphone space while you were brewing. <laughs> what the? <laughs> elaborate on that story. I think we talked about, about some oh, shit spraying. Talking about last night. You <laughs> oh, <laughs> so Brent can elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah. So, well, so. <laughs> So we're, we're brewing a big stout. It, it uh, I won't, I won't keep you for much longer, but I, I wanted to hear this story. It's, no, just, it's, it's just the... the Damn, brew, brewing horror stories. That's a whole other topic. We could do like a three-hour... turds, <laughs> maybe a hashtag brew horror stories. We could do it. We can come order. back on and do a whole other <laughs> show for brewing <laughs> horror stories. I have like several. This, I believe this, it could be all the with gl- him. Roger's the worst. Yeah. This no, is the glory and perils of brewing big stouts. Yes. The glories of and particularly it makes it a little more difficult when you're sharing a space with someone else. That doesn't have mm-hmm. slope floors. I swear it wasn't <laughs> us. It's like <laughs> having a roommate, no, right? Oh, it was yeah. us. <laughs> There's no swearing it wasn't us. It wasn't it, our fault, it was I swear. De- definitively us. But that's your <laughs> tank. Yeah. <laughs> So we had it like not a my tank. Well, yes. yeah. That's like so what I tell my kids. I'm like, hey, it's not your house. In this Enjoy. situation, no. yeah, whatever. a big, and it was blowing Just off. And uh, so somehow, don't hold back. So ba- uh, no, I'll, I'll set it up. I'll set it up. So so when we when we set make up, our man. when we make our stouts, um, there's no matter. Tanks have only so much headspace, basically space yeah. between the liquid and the top of the tank. And then at the top of the tank, there's a 
port for foam or blow off to so go release. out of the tank into the so it's that's time for the percolator type stuff that's like where air is supposed boom, to boom, go boom. but then it also sometimes beer goes out through it and in stouts undoubtedly you have a little bit more of that happening you have more foam more blow off a very vigorous fermentation occurring and so you have big buckets um we try to be on top of that because it's not hard when you're brewing a big stout <laughs> to make a massive mess of the brewery when you have 30 gallons of sugar, sugary, dark liquid blowing out of the top of your fermenter. Is that inconvenient to the <laughs> proprietor? <laughs> yeah, especially, especially, be, yeah, especially when you built out your brew house on a very beautiful, nice brew house, but not being able to afford floors that slope to the middle. Uh, everything comes back yeah, to the so middle. Yeah, and so we blow off a lot of beer onto the floor, unfortunately. Just but sometimes it slopes to the back. No homo, but we blow off a lot so of beer. It doesn't go to your drains. Let's put it this way. We've created a lot of lakes. Yeah. <laughs> like man-made lakes, unfortunately. Lakes uh, of uh, stout. <laughs> But uh, on, Pers- the, on the side note, you guys know how, you know how to pitch your floor when you open up your own brewery, right? You know, <laughs> That's all learning. You know exactly how to, what you know. want and what you I don't I want for, for, for slope trains. Here's, here's the thing. We pitch know how to pitch floors? it, but can we afford to pitch our <laughs> floors in the right way? Like, And that yeah. was the same thing that Mike ran into. Sure, like, sure. It's expensive. Yeah. It's fucking expensive. Yeah. Like, he knew that he had he wanted to, but he was like, can I afford doing this? It's really expensive. So is it worth the Thirty thousand dollars or whatever it is to pitch your floors that way, or is it worth to be like, fuck? I'm just gonna fight liquid yeah, with squeegees. squeegees all the time. Have a, l- a real investment in squeegees. You're like yeah, uh, so thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> like we're, we're not gonna fault him for it. Like right. it's it's of course not. it comes down to business decision. Like in yeah, Mike, terrible decision. No, sorry, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> no, like it's 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 uh it's hard. But with that said. Yes, we have to be cognizant of how much beer we blow off because God knows where is it going to end up. Yeah. And last night, I'll let Brent finish the yeah. story, but it ended up on the wall. <laughs> is there a video that might accompany that? <laughs> There's no video. Some There's pictures. Some pictures. I just got a phone call late, late at night. Oh, Dude, what uh, is Something's this? going on here. What's like <laughs> from uh, uh, some uh, uh, a, fo- a phone call by the taproom manager. <laughs> Not even, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so at least your tanks are enclosed in a brewery. My tanks are inside a restaurant. Have you like had that situation occur? Um, uh, we've had situations, not oh, that okay. situation, but it's covering uh, the whole <laughs> eating area. Yeah, yeah, I have to be very mindful of that uh, with our tanks, you know, in the public. I can't eat people. this because there's beer foam all over. <laughs> yes, yeah. So we have to take we have to take some special precautions. We've come with our close. Tanks. We've come close. Yeah, but we're uh, we're professionals, <laughs> right? Mm. <laughs> it's hard to remember that that Brent actually brews here as well. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. Is, Brent, what, what would you consider that? Like, like which one's your side bitch? Like, <laughs> this is <laughs> the corridor is his side bitch for sure. Right? <laughs> that's side bitch. That's, that's, I give no, half yeah. my effort to them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, essentially. Uh, well, but Roger only needs half. Effort when I'm here. Is that hope good? So. <laughs> hope so. Uh, but no. No, it's good though. Like we, like the mic's in front of you. No, I was say, no, <laughs> he's, no, no, he's talking good, up though. to the like, ceiling right now. I was no. looking around at the thing, but it's like it's good because, uh, you know, Roger skills. was obviously at Unane and Forbidden Root beforehand, and <laughs> neither of us were like, you know. 
That fancy son of a I bitch. mean, I, I <laughs> actually I actually went to, you know, at microphone, I spent like three months like helping out, like just help. Just lingering. Well, it's like, you know, <laughs> I knew like, how well, to brew. Keeps showing up. No, 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 no. Like, no. it's like I knew how to brew, but it's different brewing on a bigger system. So it's like we got to figure out how to brew on a bigger system. But, you know, dealing with this every day is like brewing on a big system. Yeah, so and like I think it's it's good for any brewer to like brew on other tanks and other systems. Yeah. You get a, you get a different perspective and you learn more, and it's it's really valuable. It's like it coming and brewing in other breweries like really feel like you you develop a you know different skill, a comfort a, a comfort of Ooh, like yeah. comfortability. You, know, when, you know, you can make up the word. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like you know, it's like when we're at Mike's, you know, doing you know all you know brewing. That's like you know normally. It works now because, mm-hmm. like, he normally, like, does the brew and I kind of do the, you know, the, the CIP. So right. I'm like, that's the shit I do here. So right. why shouldn't I, like, you I know how to, to do this. Yeah. It's like, let him do that. And I know I, how to I do f- this. I like, feel like we each, like. Comfortably. So it's but, like, like, you, there's no reason not to, like, develop your own, like, Brent's become the expert of the bottling line. And like, if you haven't heard horror stories of the Maheen, like the Maheen is a little bit difficult. And like, it is. Like, we're 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 fifteen beers deep now, and like the Maheen, which is this this horror story that we were terrified now, and like now Brent can master it. And it's a it's a weird, super complicated fault-ridden system which is funny because they market it as ease of use ease of <laughs> use. yeah so it's check it out guys buy this yeah. it's so easy it's push button like, you plug it in you know, and you get bottle 22 ounces of golden deliciousness you know, we're super young you know it's five months six months but we're only 15 beers deep and like you know 15 brew like brent's operating the whole machine by himself and i think there's a certain aspect of no matter who's in your brewery Microphones on the same thing. Kyle, who's one of like the good you know, dude, good good, dude. good dudes yeah. of microphone, but also yeah. kind of, you know, Mike's the face of microphone. But Kyle's been there since, you know, maybe day yeah. ten, mm-hmm. really helping them out and like deserves a lot of credit. And he's been a super helpful person to us. One of the so he was the so if you don't know Kyle, Kyle was the yeah. he was man number two of microphone. Um, yeah, back, I see him in. Back at Jerry's. I see him yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back when they were contract, and, contracting and out of yeah. Unine. And, and he's, yeah. Been, yeah. he's been one Slap of the guys shot, that we've yeah, learned yeah, a lot from. After that. But and But Kyle became the guy at microphone that was the master of the Maheen. And they're... There's truly an art to becoming the master of the machine. Not to be confused with the guillotine or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes it is the guillotine. Yeah, yeah. and smash. And and then now Mike's brought in you know uh, another guy, Mike from formerly of Five Rabbits, yeah. um, who has just you know he trained under Randy Mosher and Mosher Dog. Most keeps dog, <laughs> most dog. I gotta do that. Keeps it's coming up. It's God like a reflex. It. Sorry, I, I, I can't say most <laughs> dog because I've never. Like I've, I've, I've talked to him, but I've never, I've never officially met down. him. Yes. So I will still say Randy Mosher. Tell you what, I, I in respect. A quick, yeah. quick, quick side note for Randy Mosher, not to get off topic. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to interview 
my interview was for Randy for like for to get a job for Minroot, yeah. and he gave me a beer to analyze. I was terrified. First of all, it's Randy Mosier, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, oh god, right? What did he give so, you? Like a classic like Pilsner? Or? No, he didn't. He gave it, him it, an no. MGD Gold. Uh, that that would have been hard too. But he gave me a a Belgian double with like uh, Belgian uh, double. Come on, no, but with with like uh, currants or something, some some obscure dark fruit. So, pick out the adjuncts in the yes spear. and he's like no he, he's like i'm gonna give you the spear and analyze this beer and i'm gonna sit here and i'm gonna listen to your dialogue and i'm like oh my god so like he he says that and he like walks up to go pour the beer so i'm just shitting my pants <laughs> as he does that and he comes back sits down <laughs> and i drink the beer what and did you think I, I i don't know i was like i had like out of body i was like blabbering i had i was totally incoherent so when he <laughs> stepped, like, i don't know when what he i'm stepped saying behind the one-way what'd mirror you, what did you, yeah. what did you, what did you say about it though i don't, I don't you know have a did you, with black did you, current like you're like this like is fruit? shit like that's not even fair because like currents are playing off the yeast profile it's, yes yeah no, it's, it was it's, really it's, difficult he gave me that on purpose it's one thing to be like a double with like he wasn't dumb about it no 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 it's a it's a Doable with fuck dark you, fuck, fruit. fuck your books too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know what I said. I remember going home after I that. I stopped reading your books after week one. Yeah. yeah. And I, and they're like, someone's like, um, I, I think it went. I'm like, oh, dude, I totally bombed. I'm not getting the job. <laughs> Homer for life. Totally bombed. Yeah. I'm homebrewing forever. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't know what I said. I can't even tell you. what and I Look said. at you now. You got a daddy long winger fermentation tank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at that thing. Just came in the mail. It was off Amazon, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't so. need the height, but we got it. Good times. <laughs> Good times. So, anything else you guys want, you guys want to cover before we wrap up? Sure. I've already kept oh. you guys for over two and a half hours. Oh. Do you, do you guys uh-huh. believe that? Oh, or? Oh, uh, yeah. No, I appreciate you guys hey. sitting down and We could always talk about beer, right? Like, yeah. yeah. That's it's what we do. Yeah. That's the one thing, like, we're, we're... If we had camel packs and a, ur- and a urinal right here, we'd <laughs> yeah. probably just go for the rest <laughs> we of We do the, have a trench the drain on the, the other side, yeah. but let's not... Oh, it's pitched? It is pitched. Oh, no, not a trench. Some people should think about pitching their drains. It's sloped. It's a... Yeah. Anyways. Good enough. Good enough. So what I've gathered out of tonight is that we didn't really need the long legs on the fermenter. Um... You guys blew off a bunch of shit in Microphones Brewery, and what else? What else did we get out of the night? What else did we learn today? What else did we learn today? I felt like we learned a lot today. (laughs) I don't know. It'll come to us later. You know that's half the battle, right? That's true. No way. But uh, honestly, I think you guys, you're two of my favorite. uh, Sorry, sorry. No. Hashtag new era. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a thing. That's yeah. gonna be. I don't want to hear any more new or northeast. I can I don't get behind that. More new yeah. England. Or I want to hear more hazies. No or hazy juicies. bullshit. No, no turbid bullshit, bullshit beer. Oh, no, this is turbid. No, no juicy. Just new era. New era. Hashtag. New, new Man, era. we got them new like eras that. on lock, son. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, sitting in corridors uh, space as it's getting remodeled, and w- w- what day will you guys open on? We're gonna be back open 11 a.m. on Thursday. So one Wait, more. What day. day are we at right now? Tuesday. Or Tuesday. Yeah. So uh-huh. one, more, one more day. Sadly, I'll have this out before then. So <laughs> <laughs> I am. I have no. I have no other life. But uh, no. <laughs> well, but come out to corridor on Thursday, yeah, 11 a.m. I we'll, might. We'll are you doing records? Yeah. We'll real quick. Real quick. Corridor on on Roger's side. Mm-hmm. What what else goes on at the brewery besides just Serving beer. Yeah, no, no. We have a really cool ambiance. Uh, we we play records. Uh, you guys have food that nobody's talked about. We, we have, have not gra- talked about the food. We have great food. We we specialize in um, pizzas, and we have a Who's that? amazing burger. Uh, great cheese curds and I've cauliflower. Heard. 
Um, no, it's it's a great atmosphere. It's a, we, we tried to cultivate an atmosphere that's really comfortable and people can enjoy themselves and enjoy the beer and uh, knowledgeable uh, a staff as well. So, Yeah, I've, I've heard great things about you guys, and that's why I, I came here. But yeah. you, got, you got some new toys to play with. I do, yes. I'm excited about that. Very wanna, excited. Do you want to co- quickly talk about what you were doing when I walked in here today? Yeah, so I'm, old, I'm actually... Big I'm, old ball sacks full of yeah, toasted coconut. Yeah, I'm actually really excited. So um, I think at the... About a few weeks, I'm going to release a big imperial stout. It's going to be coffee and coconut. So today, I, for a few hours, I was in the kitchen toasting coconut. And uh, as Joe approached me today, I was... Uh, I walked in unexpectedly. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Kind of. I, I was throwing in big sacks of coconut in the fermenter to kind of steep for a while. So. Testicle size sacks. Yes. Coconut. Tying them. So, um, yeah, it was he's a, you a know, fishing line. He's a very old school guy. Old now. school, man. Yeah, that's what we do. It's it's like big. It's like doing a homebrew batch just on a 10 barrel scale. So um, the sad part is that people heard coconut and they were like, what time and what day is that bottle being released yeah. or can or whatever you're putting? It in? Yeah. No, I'm excited. It should be good. It's uh, it's tasted. It's like really thick. uh chocolatey you know fudgy um beer so uh, we're excited that'll be released and we're just going to keep uh keep those hops coming out so yeah well you guys are killing it with that though thanks man that mosaic monsoon was it's not fair it's really not (laughs) fair (laughs) thank you and i'm I'm sitting across from two two other guys that are brewers themselves and doing their own awesome things with beers like this but you guys i watched both of you drink the mosaic monsoon i mean yeah, you think of the same thing. Don't blow so. smoke up his ass, but also <laughs> like you know, also ass, give me like, like your your uh, honest. It's kind of ridiculous what he's doing. Holy awesome. shit, man! Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. like as if OG squeeze it wasn't enough. Like, he's maybe, like hey, maybe I we'll like go, we'll go bigger. Maybe go I haven't home. had enough good IPAs. Lately, no, but I, but I case. feel like I have, and like fuck, that beer is one of the best IPAs I've had in a long it's time. It's the pillows that you're swallowing. It's. <laughs> It's yeah. it's something. What it, what, I don't know what the hell you're doing. I do. I do. I do focus. I I, I think mouthfeel is a big thing. So it's like I, I really crazy. really work on that. That's that's a big part of uh, that. What I incorporate in the an IPA. So I mean, it, it, you know, is is minuscule and ridiculous that St. Aaron group is. But no, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing some pretty amazing things too. Uh, and first of all, I'll start off with. Uh, my first introduction to you guys was basic set and then and then i'll, I'll fast forward a bunch to like fuzzy britches and mm-hmm. uh sleight of hand and uh takers and levers but i mean talk about it. you guys are you guys are crushing these things i mean you know what I mean? is like it does it have anything to do with it? like there's nothing correlating with the fact that you're brewing on saint or on microphones equipment right it's it, it, there's nothing that like kind of carries over just no. because it's there you well, know it's well, funny cuz we seen like some I've heard some people before, are like right? Oh, you know, it's like yeah, it's easy it's when like, you're brewing you know, it's microphone like No staff. different, like we <laughs> could be brewing, like you know, God bless Mike, he's making great beers, oh, dude, but like our don't, our don't beers, wrong. it's kind of that Brady uh, Manning, like uh, you know, like my favorite player is this player versus well, that. You're not demeaning the other one by complimenting no, this one, like, exactly. Saint but uh, Aaron we, is doing amazing things. Uh, like, you know, we're and, not talking about recipes. Let's yeah. put it that way. So we don't discuss recipes. Like I don't want to brew his beers. I love his beers. Like mm-hmm. he makes some great beers. Uh, I I work here with Roger. Yeah. I don't want to make Roger's beers. I love yeah, these Roger beers. Roger sucks. I mean, <laughs> his, <laughs> beers, yeah. his beers are know, mad. Like, I mean, we talk about mm. we talk yeah, about his beer like, sucks. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. We <laughs> talk about like we talk about concepts, 
of like you know like how to create mouthfeel and, and shit like that mm-hmm. but like i'm not gonna like you know you know like no, we take we that recipe word for word, and here we go. It's like we're brewing the beers together. Like I see the recipes. Like yeah. I don't want to do. We that. want like, a differentiator. We want a different. Like, yeah. I, I want to try different things. Like I mean, it's but, probably going to converge. But I think we, it, it I, will I, converge. I, I think, in some I, think capacity. I think we both benefit though in the fact but, that like, we are always willing to talk about like where we've done well and where we failed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, they've like, we all learn from that. And too, like, right? we're like, Oh, so we use this and didn't work or we use this adjunct and mm-hmm. we, something that people don't talk about and I won't talk about it much is, but like we use this and we lost 40, pr- it turned out okay, but we lost 45% of our, my yield. Yeah, yeah. Terrible yield. It just, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, they say the same thing and, so I think there's things that, you know, we don't have to be like, oh, we use this exact amount of this hop or this percentage of this grain or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. went into this pH of whatnot. But we just, you know, it's an incubator tank and like the ideas flow and we just talk about stuff and talk about new flavor profiles and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And like we l- always learn, st- like every time I'm there, between the beers that we're brewing, we learn stuff off of our own beers, but then we learn stuff from Mike and Mike and Kyle. Yeah. And I like to think that they learn stuff from us. Yeah. And, and yeah. Brent and I are always talking about yeah. stuff. Always, yeah. like, figuring stuff out or talking about stuff or what What, what, what are they doing? Tweak yeah, what should we do that? Yeah. Should we try this? Or yeah. should we... And yeah, usually it's like, am fuck I a it, moron let's do it. for thinking that we should do this? Yeah. And, and well, and no, we, but that's, yeah. like, that's good. We think of some crazy things yeah. sometimes. Uh, you know, it's that's... How you push the envelope, and that's right? how beer's yeah. supposed to be, and that's yeah. why hopefully that's, that's yeah. what collaborations are supposed to be. That's why collaborations exist. It's yeah. not to <laughs> collaborations, so you can well, both absolve yourself from responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> we're always like, oh, okay, no, no, if no, I do a collaboration totally with that corridor thing, <laughs> yeah. So, so that beer sucks. It's guy. corridor's <laughs> fault. So that beer sucked. It was the other brewery. We always say that too. Rogers, what we call a wild card. Yeah, yeah. We don't trust him. Nobody does. We told him not to put that. Flower and so, so there's a whole conversation works. we can have about collabs. And he's that. basically <laughs> fake news. So. Yeah, he's so fake. I, I have my own. We we have, I think we all have our own opinions about collabs and <laughs> what they were supposed to be, and what they've evolved into. But that might be for a different time. I mean, <laughs> whole another show. I'm, I know it's not collab, but I, I enjoy the fact that when when um, I don't want to sound commercial bullshit, whatever, but but microphone does a good job of advertising you guys. Like, uh, hey, and this week when you come in, we're going to have our new beer and maybe new two beers, but also check it out. We're going to have bottles and we're going to have a line dedicated to St. Aran's Takers and Leavers. That's what's been awesome about being a microphone. And it goes so fast. He's He's been so supportive of us and, you know, he wants to do well. And, I mean, the fact that, fuck, you know, he spent the money to build a... I mean, it's not a lot, but mm-hmm. it's just the the effort of it's enough going through <laughs> of building our own little plastic sign for us. So when St. Errant beer yeah, is yeah, on yeah, tap, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. cool as hell. Like that was the yeah. really coolest thing. He's yeah. like, look I, what we got for like, you. Like, it was like, dude, it's like official. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, we're, like, dude, yeah. I, hey, hey, for, take it from me. I'm 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 a beer junkie, and I and I I, I live way in the southwest suburbs. But um, one of our hospitals I was supporting for work was up in Elk Grove Village. So on Monday, Thursday, and Friday for the last two weeks that I've been supporting that 
go live that we've been doing. I've been stopping there, and to see your guys' hanger sign like in the mix with, uh, you know, <laughs> with uh, uh, bean all, spirit. All, yeah, bean. Yeah. Well, not it's not not even bean spirit. Whatever. What, what do they got going on right now? I've had some oh. uh, ridiculous little the ma- the maple IPA they did recently, <laughs> and you know, whatever you know. Shit, what it is, that, like, shit that people are like not like. The cool thing about that, honestly, is like. You know, we didn't ask for that. Like, that was nothing. Yeah. That was nothing that, like, we Get asked that for. Mike, you that son was just of a like, bitch. he's like, <laughs> hey, he did it. look what we did. That's so cool. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, dude. Like, look what I can do. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's Mike for you. Like, yeah. he's just, like, he's nice. just supportive of, like, everything i love to hear that and it's the same thing i heard from like josh mowry from miss katana talking about hot butcher i mean hot butcher is a brewery that i love and saint aaron's a brewery Mm -hmm. that i love that brews had other breweries that i like you know and microphone's great kind of like saint aaron's stuff and i miss katana's great kind of like hot butcher stuff i didn't want to make it a point Mm -hmm. (laughs) to say that i like one better than the other or anything but it's it's cool to see the support and the beer world is at a point where it hasn't gotten to that shady aspect where it's like it's yeah. dog eat dog yet, you know. Where you're, you're we have a good still over propping here. people up. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've oh, heard of. Oh, shut up, Roger! You don't <laughs> know. Damn what are it, you Damn it. Why don't you keep stacking your tanks time. on top of each other? <laughs> I, I, everyone's great. Like it I'll is. just say this: like we were brewing a beer once, and we needed like we needed some ingredients. Order. We needed we needed milkshake. We needed lactose. Like last minute, we're like, oh. We like forgot to order lactose. Did and you call and you were like, pour, no, some, we, pour I, some sugar I, on me? I, I just <laughs> I just put a uh, a little post on the email thread for all the craft brewers in Chicago, like 9 a.m. in the morning. Be like, shit, we forgot to order two bags of lactose. Could anyone have two bags of lactose to spare? Let me guess. They said irresponsible, and we will not help. No, they're usually like, no. shit, we did that last yeah. week. Like, so, dude, yeah, totally we just fucking do that all the time, like, man. This was, totally like, you know, this was yeah. like my first experience, like reaching out to like the Brewers Guild in general in terms of Chicago. Half an hour later, we had 15, 20 responses from breweries being like, hey, we'll hook you up. Just, you know. There like, were helicopters dropping, dropping lactose and, Like, down. it was insane. We're just like, and that's. What's awesome about being here is that everyone is so willing to help each other out, and you know we're thrilled for it and happy to be a part of it. Yeah, I'm honestly sad to even try to bring this to an end, but you know we have lives and you guys have wives dogs. and girlfriends, fiancés, <laughs> dogs. dogs and children and shit to do. So at two hours and forty one minutes, I will Ooh. sadly bring this to an end. Um, so I honestly. Can I please just tell you guys I appreciate so much that you guys sat down and, and wasted your you wasted your time basically with me. Oh. It will benefit ah. you very minutely and benefit me greatly. So no, th- hey. thanks for coming. Yeah, we're we're happy right. to have you over here, man. We love yeah. fun. appreciate it. A lot of seriously, fun. seriously. I'm, I'm, I'm fanboying out right now. I've I've interviewed a lot of people in the last uh, three months and a lot of people that I really enjoy. But uh, your guys' beers are well, obviously not yours, Roger. Cause you're not fucking production enough to get me out on the shelves but St. Aaron I've been Try buying it. the shit out of your beers I've sent mules for your beer and <laughs> also, <laughs> crowlers. also had a dear friend that's bought crowlers for me there but yeah but for squeeze it days I've uh, oh, yeah. so before we before we totally fi- finality of wrap up Roger tell me when's the next squeeze it release 
Sure. Uh, so next squeeze it release should be um, tentative March eighth. It should be um, either March eighth or March 9th. We're throwing a Thursday or Friday, but it should be one of those days. So why, coming why up soon. Why? Why is this a discussion? Is it not a routine or? It's oh. no, 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 Friday? We're yeah. pretty flexible, so uh, we're just tr- we're trying is to. Is it always Friday usually? Or no, it's, it's typically Thursday. Thursday. So okay. uh, we might try so Friday. Why, out. We'll why see. Drop the Friday. Why not? Any reason? We'll see. I, I dig it. I, I absolutely dig it. I'm just wondering. You know? Keep warm up. I'm trying to think know? of the menta- yeah. mentality behind it. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Um, now that we have a, a cold room, we could, we could do some <laughs> some other things. So. You should have seen the yoga pants ever. Out today. <laughs> you know what? That's uh, t- were, ten times the space that we normally do. <laughs> yeah. Yoga pants out in force today. Oh, 64 oh, degrees he in Chicago. He wasn't paying attention because he Holy was... Holy shit. No, no, no. You guys are missing I was loading coconut. You guys missing it because before he was loading came, coconut. Before I came here, I was on the lake with my pants? dog. And it was kind of like a shut up this. moment. I was like, what? The last two weeks have been a dead zone. Yes. Well, like in terms of just comes, like yeah. people in Chicago. Don't get me wrong. I am a dedicated and happily married man. Don't <laughs> no. do it. But 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 there it's kind of uh, hard. When yes. you're but hundred dollars. I'm trying to talk to him as like he's loading nut sacks full of co- roasted coconut <laughs> into these these bad boys, and I'm like looking out the giant. First, you get a mix of like. 50-somethings staring in the window. <laughs> What's going on in there? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you got 20-somethings walking to the train. L- let's, uh, let's just say Corridor is very happy with our foot traffic. <laughs> and we appreciate our clientele. Thank you. Yes, that yeah. is a very proper way to put it, Roger. <laughs> Southport. Southport, South yes. Hashtag Southport. Hashtag. For life. Hashtag Southport. Yes, yes. And St. Aaron, what do you guys you guys got anything coming up? I know you just you just released so Punchers. Uh, just know so that this will do, be out uh, fast. Yeah, Punchers chance. I think what we're excited about we're doing our first uh I should say kettle sour slash blender vice slash Ooh. fruited sour on Friday slash Saturday. Um you know, we've done IPAs and stouts just kind of it's kinda huge. Somewhat <laughs> alternating bet- between and we've wanted to do this for a while and so we're finally doing it friday yeah so uh, it'll be out in a while but probably three f- yeah from now you guys are brewing it on friday so we're okay so the, the brew First itself the will brew. take w- about one to two days so we'll start it friday finish it saturday or sunday based off where it's at most likely saturday and uh, so a cu- few weeks a couple weeks yeah and we're, we're, we're gonna expect th- it we're gonna throw a, a metric ass ton of fruit. At oh it. yeah, and uh, it's a fuck ton versus a shit ton. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> you add, you more, add those more, up together, than and then you get yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a lot of fruit. Uh, we're we're g- just going for like just pure jam in a glass. Dig it. And uh, prior to it. that, though, we do have. Uh, an IPA. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Wait, you have another one in between? Yeah. We no, have no oh, shit. Uh, an IPA that we're packaging on Saturday. Bullshit. We, uh, we, uh, you had just packaged the kangaroo. God damn it. What and, are you and, doing? And, one week later. Relax, we're guys. Beer. Relax. God, take God, it easy. Oh, keep we're, pushing beer out, We're man. doing an IPA yeah, with uh, Galaxy. Or having yeah. an IPA <laughs> sitting in the tanks right now. Cold crashing, so should be ready to package on Saturday. Well, get, get more descriptive on the IPA. So it's a... Uh, New era IPA <laughs> with double double dry hop. New era 
with uh, Gal- TDH, yes. Ga- Galaxy Mosaic. Double D, son. Galaxy Mosaic and Nelson. Oh, Nelson. The, the, How'd you get that Nelson? I had to murder someone. How'd you get that Nelson? <laughs> you had to cut somebody <laughs> for that Nelson. I, I had to take out a second mortgage for I believe it. it. I we, be- we, we both did, but we got it. He had to do some uh, pro bono hey. surgeries yeah. to get that. By any means necessary, my friend. Yes. Yeah, dude, that that's going to be awesome. Man. All right, so I'm after excited. the Nelson, you guys got some sours coming out. Yeah. I would love to have sours, but. Uh, well, wait, wait, what? what, what? Oh, kettle sour. We, we the fruit kettle sour. Kettle sour. Kettle sour. Kettle sour. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. And I didn't say wilds and fucking spontaneous fermented shit. Maybe, <laughs> maybe we're snubs, but and I don't consider it a sour. We ju- we ju- Sorry. We, we just my bad. fruited. Ales that are a little bit more yeah. fruity than others. Yeah. Probably before uh, the sour, though, will be a stout. And. We can it's right now. Right now, it's supposed to get. It's uh, if everything goes well, it's supposed to get. And this could be uh, a bit of a a new wave for Chicago. It's supposed to get peanut butter and bacon. Oh, get after it, son. Peanut yeah. butter and bacon. Ooh. So nice. uh, we'll just leave it at we'll that. We'll see. Cool. Exciting. Collective city of boners just it. went up. Just yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wish I could. Yeah. Take it off the stand and drop it if you want. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, and, and again, honestly, thank you guys again for the next. Uh, it's probably the 30th time I've said thank you for this, but uh, appreciate you sitting down with me above average. Uh, average Joe's above average peer podcast. And it's been an awesome time sitting down with a uh, two pack of breweries that I really enjoy. And not to mention you guys. I mean, it makes it all possible. The fact that you guys are semi reconstructing, getting a new new uh, fermentation piece in here, mm-hmm. so it helped out a lot. Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. So it was fun. We had a good time. Cheers. Thanks yeah. for thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add before we call it a day? Because uh, I got to pee. I got to <laughs> pee. I got to pee. That's that's my last. That's my last. I plug. think we're good, man. I got to right. pee. We're out. Cool. Hey. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, man. <laughs>